all you freaks and geeks out there in podcast land. It's Wednesday, February the 8th, and you know what that means. Welcome, freaks and geeks, to another smoke-filled and jam-packed episode of the Doctor's Orders podcast with the 512 Foot Doctor. The podcast where I meet with some of the most creative and influential people that I know to share stories from the ride of life. As always, I'm your host, the 512 Foot Doctor, coming at you live and direct from the one and only studio of life or death. If you're a returning freak or geek, thank you very much for checking back into our regularly scheduled appointments. And if you're new here, tuning in for the first time, welcome to the Freaks and Geeks family. Freaks and Geeks, episode number 29. This, uh, we're keeping on churning here at the fucking podcast. I told you that when we made the fucking return, it's all a rebuild, major fucking rebuild. Episode number 29, we continue to keep it fucking original, brought back a previously, uh, a, a guest who's been on the show more than once, a regular recurring guest, all right? This time, Freaks and Geeks, we packed up the fucking equipment, packed it all up, packed up the fucking dogs. Headed out east to chill with our buddy, a friend of ours, a good, a fucking funny friend of ours. Had a good little, uh, good little weekend, short little weekend out there. Got to drink beers, um, do our thing, you know. Got to fuck around on some fucking instruments out there. Make a little, couple little, put a little grooves, put a few, few grooves back, if I may. And uh, then we dropped a, a dope ass little podcast. Good conversation, funny as fuck. Um, Without further ado, episode number 29 of the podcast, our friend, Douglas Hasman. Here we go. All right, Doug, this is it. Episode number 29. Thanks for being here. We talked previously like... In some of your past appearances about doing this little Texas tour, we're making it happen. I'm glad it's finally, it finally happened. It's official, yeah. man. Um, so welcome back to the fucking podcast. But um, yeah, you. you got me in at your crib. So we're doing oh, this. Yeah. Uh, this is on the road. On the road we're yeah. out in Houston and uh, just really digging it, man. Solid fucking setup you got here. Um, but excited to talk with you about some some local stuff. Excited to catch up, uh, get back to the freaks and geeks and, and wrap this one up. There's... We're going to do 30 total episodes, so this is 29. It's almost pushing the verge of the uh, the end of what oh, what was and what will be Volume 3 of the Doctor's Orders podcast with the 512 Foot Doctor coming at you live in effect from Houston, Texas. But, uh, man, let's get into this thing. Um, we've been chilling uh, just in Houston. Tell me, I want to talk to you a little bit about the, the Houston update because, I mean, you've made appearances on this fucking podcast before, uh, but now we're here. It's live. Tell me, like... Tell us, tell the freaks and geeks about where you're living at, because this is a dope ass little just area in general. But school, yeah. uh, fill us in on that info. So I guess it's it's hard to describe. You asked me earlier, and I was like, I guess it's West U, but I guess I call it Montrose. Usually, mm-hmm. it's close enough to Montrose, but it's kind of between Montrose and River Oaks and like Museum District area. Uh, so it's really cool. Lots of college kids, lots of like rich people, yeah. uh, lots of shit to do, which is awesome. Close yeah. shit to do. That walking distance for sure. Oh yeah. 
Uh, oh, and you, you got to try my favorite uh, Chinese place, dude, Peking. Yeah, definitely hit it up, Freaks and Geeks. If you're oh, yeah. ever in the Houston area, hit if up Peking. If you like greasy Chinese food, it's the spot. It's slammed. Sure. You've talked you talked to me about it previously, and finally I was excited when you dropped oh, yeah. that, and it's that close. Fuck yeah. Um, so, like, fill us in on the latest scoop of what's fucking going down in Houston, what's fucking changing, what's coming back to life, what's fucking gone that you miss. You know, drop us, oh, yeah. uh, fill us in on that. Well, we saw, I mean, this isn't Houston-specific, but I just saw today that the Mellow Mushroom in the Heights closed, yeah, which is, that was that. one of my first jobs. Uh, I really like that place. I mean, the one uh, the one that closed actually wasn't that great, so that's yeah. probably why it's closed. But I still like the option to have it. Um, but, yeah, recently... Um, there's a lot of co- a couple restaurants closing and moving around, but it's not as much like it's more you know restaurant owners like moving money around that they yeah. got during the pandemic. So there's a lot of new stuff popping up, <clears throat> more new stuff popping up than old stuff going away. Yeah. So we didn't go to very many like new spots. I told you about a couple, but uh, I didn't you know I wanted to go with the tried and true. Man, all those fucking spots you took me today were fucking sick. That oh, pizza yeah. spot slammed, uh, yeah. taco joints fucking slammed, and just walking distance from this area just. Out of sight, dude. I really fuck with it. Um, yeah, Houston, if you're going to come to Houston, just eat. Like, there's there's different shit to do in different cities, but in Houston, it's uh, it's all about the restaurants, dude. The restaurant scene and, and just uh, the diversity of people here I mean, yeah. just me- makes, like, a big, you know, diversity of food. Like, we with the Chinese food, you know, I, I like that, you know, greasy Americanized Chinese food. Mm-hmm. But if you want, like, authentic Chinese food... It's easy to find that in Houston. Authentic Vietnamese food, Thai food, fucking anything. Uh, they got that Viet crawfish? Oh, yeah. We got yeah. a bunch of that. We could hit that. It's crawfish season. We could hit yeah. one of those up. They, they're BYOB, a lot of them. Oh, no shit. So you walk in with a cooler and just, you know, go to town. <laughs> I actually did that before a comedy contest. One mm. of the videos I have on YouTube was right after uh, me and my girlfriend at the time and her brother went and just ate like just an insane amount of crawfish yeah. like uh, i don't know we probably put 10 to 15 pounds down between three of us yeah and then i was all drunk on fucking uh oh i was drinking micheladas the the medulla okay. micheladas for sure and then i went up and did a show i'm like i have like <laughs> satan in my stomach it's just, just like brewing bubbling brewing i bet my mouth was still red from being all <laughs> spicy I probably looked like I had chap lips. <laughs> fucking tails and seasoning is all, is all you were made of mm-hmm. at that point in time. God damn it. Yeah, that fucking Viet crawfish is crazy, man. It's all saucy. Oh, and it's yeah. Got shit Comes just, out in a yeah, bag. It just looks like a yeah. fucking big old bag of drugs. Yeah. That's better than drugs, though. Man, that's some stuff right there. Um, we might do. We can hit that up before you leave if you yeah. want. <laughs> that shit. That, uh, my only thing w- with the crawfish, and I, I know everybody already says this, so I'm not going to say the whole, like, Work versus yeah, yeah, the yeah. amount of meat that you get, but your fucking fingers are dank for yeah. like a day. Yeah, don't pee, yeah. dude. Don't pee after that. You get that CD, dude. That crawfish did. <laughs> but fucking, I, uh, I've, I've, I haven't done a crawfish yet, and I think yeah. I'd probably be a little embarrassed to do it. But I have no shame. I've been at a gig, like to play bass, and I'll throw on rubber gloves i'll ask the people selling food like can yeah. i have a glove yeah. and i'll put a rubber glove on and eat my taco with a rubber glove that way i just take the glove off i don't have to go find a sink and hope that the soap worked yeah. good enough to get whatever I yeah ate. with like tacos and shit you got the fucking cilantro yeah, you and got onions. the fucking lime and you got the onions mm-hmm. and shit so it definitely it permeates gets in yeah. there too i still but, got it i i use dawn and it's still yeah I can over still those last tacos yeah dude last <laughs> tacos are slammer man fucking for sure um all right so like 
Tell us something, keeping with the fucking Houston thing, tell us something like you're looking forward to. Or what's like a yearly event that holds like a place in your heart that's specific to fucking Houston that, that they throw, that they get down with? Mm, let me think. I mean, it would be so easy to say the road. Oh, Art Car Parade. Easy. Oh, yeah. I've always art wanted to go parade. to that. It's sick. Tell, them, tell me about that. I've all, have you been? Yeah. but I, And I, I, they're from Art Car Museum. I go to the, I've been to the really? museum a couple times. Yeah. Uh, I think the people that live next to me have something to do with that. Really? That's why if you look in their, like, behind their house, they have that whole, like, uh, it says, like, folk art. They have, like, a whole folk art sign and stuff. Yeah. I think they're involved with that. And some, like, because it's, like, a foundation that does yeah. that shit. And I don't know anything about all that. They probably do some great stuff. Yeah. Hopefully. But, yeah, it's it's basically, as far as I can tell, it's, like, weirdo old people that like to, like, remember I was telling you about my grandma mm-hmm. doing the Bob Ross paintings? Yeah. It's people that are like my grandma, which there's a lot of in Houston, which is like weirdo artists. Yeah. And a lot of older people. Like, I don't, there's Weirdos a few are great, weirdo artists, younger people, but in Houston specifically, there's a lot of like 60, 70, maybe even 80 year old people that are just like eccentric, which is so cool to me. Like, cause you would think that at a certain point you get so old, it gets beaten yeah. out of you. But most of the people that do the art car parade are pretty old. How long has that shit been going on for? Um, it's definitely, I don't know since you, you could look it up Yeah since I can remember yeah. But it was definitely Less popular It's more popular now Than when I was a kid But yeah. I only knew about it When I was a kid Because my grandma Was so into it Yeah What's the Like when is it Tell us about that Exact date Oh man I don't even know It's in June or May or something I don't even know I'm looking up shit On it right now Do you know that yeah, artist That out. did the The St. Arnold's Art Car Can He's a big yeah. Houston head what, uh, Do you remember What his name is No uh, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, it's not dual. No, uh, it's not dual. I follow a, bun- a few Houston artists. Yeah. It says the parade has been a Houston tradition since eight- 1988. Oh, yeah, right before um, I was born. When 40 decorated vehicles were featured during the Houston International Festival. The first art car parade took place on May 14, 1986. Okay, uh, when eleven vehicles participated in a parade downtown uh, Montrose Boulevard. Yeah, we um, were just there. We were just God on Montrose damn. Boulevard, within the Near Town area. That's and sick. that's yeah, Near Town baseball. That remember when we, that baseball uh, field the over park? there? Yeah, but no, that's shit. Near Town baseball, Little League or whatever. Okay, so yeah, that's that's where that is. That's dope. So, yeah, would... this is kind of like yeah, this is one of those areas. Actually, this in the Heights pretty much is where all the weirdo old people live. Yeah. I'm looking up the artist of that can. I want to see, check that out. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, let me know because like, I know who you're talking about, and I, I just learned that he did that because it was like the anniversary of, of Art Car or whatever. Yeah. So they posted about it, and I was like, whoa, I didn't know he painted that. It's uh, Houston graffiti artist Gonzo247. Yeah. So shout out to fucking Gonzo247. You also definitely check him out. He did the uh, St. Arnold's Art Car IPA can, and it's all tagged up. It's a favorite of fucking the Foot Doctors and of fucking Douglas Hasman's. It's a fucking solid, solid beer. It's a staple. I, it, in what, my house. it comes out at like 7172. I think it's 71, right? Uh, if I'm correct, it's fucking 71. Yeah, well, I've seen it be both. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely over seven. It might even be 69. No, no, no. That's no, over it's seven? seven. Yeah, it's definitely seven for sure. Um, but yeah, I, that's a jammer of a fucking IPA. That's my go-to during football season for sure. Uh, some of you know that. Uh, let's that's see. if you're trying to take a football nap. That's a beer to do it. Yeah, too, dude. dude. A seven, I get about yeah, seven one for sure. Seven okay, one. yeah, I get about seventy-five percent through an art car, and it's nap time, dude. One hundred percent. 
No, that that fucking beer will fuck. I don't want to say ruin you because it's a fucking amazing beer, but you go fucking six, seven of those deep. Ooh, mm, I can't, dude. Wee. I can't even go four deep on that. Yeah, I've never been able to go deep on the heavy IPAs because yeah. honestly, my stomach gets full before I could go Most that definitely. deep. But also, like, so I just throw up. Like if I, if I, I one time <laughs> I think I told here. you about the time I went to fucking. Uh, Moon Tower, that like hot dog burger yeah, place we went yeah. to one time, last time. Not that we haven't eaten that much, uh, audience. <laughs> that would be pretty badass if we had four meals today, though. Um, but yeah, that uh, so I was there. I met up with John and Janae, mm-hmm. who we met. I met up with them there. And, Hold on, uh, tell us about tell us about those. Two, so that, we're on the fucking uh, podcast. They're right married. Now. Yeah, I forget that not everybody knows. I'm just assuming everybody listening to this is like my friend, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Uh, so that's uh, John and Janae are married. They're in my band. Uh, they're uh, singers and uh, songwriters in my band, and uh, they also own a, a sick auto parts store. No shit, R&L, the, drop, R&L Auto. R&L Auto. Yeah, in Mont Bellevue. So Shout for out all to your R&L auto. auto parts needs, you probably get a little family discount if no you shit. if you mention this podcast. <laughs> no shit. But uh, yeah, anyway, so I met up with them at Moon. Oh Tower. wait, hold, hold on, fucko, you didn't drop the name of the fucking band. Oh, Bird Law. <laughs> I forgot Bird Law. B Y R D Law. We're coming out with some new shit pretty soon. We're about to uh, start recording again. Uh, we got a few new, real good, real good new songs good. So that I'm excited about. Good, good. We just had a show last night uh, at Backfish Brewing in Pearland. That was fucking great. Uh, but uh, And we have a show. I wish I had it off the top of my head. We got a show on Easter, but I don't know where. It's all good. But look at look yeah. up the fucking dates by the end of the fucking oh, yeah, I can, pod and yeah. we can fucking plug them. Um, where were we going with that? I oh, know. Well, I was talking about uh, throwing up. Yeah, <laughs> so. okay, okay. We don't do that here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> talk about it. So like I, ba- I got a bad history of fucking throwing. Oh, uh, me too. Yeah, I'm fun. finally <laughs> to the point in my drinking where I, I, and it's never been an I can't stop issue. Yeah. It's always just been a like, uh, I'm Listen, a, I'm a baby. Like I'm, I'm just a fucking the, fragile man. And so yeah. like I get, I get a little too much in my stomach, and I'm like, Wah! you know what I mean. But uh, so one time, uh, or they like to meet up on Mondays. Yeah. Their their stores closed on Mondays. This is not the throw a podcast though, by the way. But yeah, go, 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 go. but it's a great story. So <laughs> I meet up with them. And uh, at Moon Tower, and it's like 11 a.m. I probably went to sleep at 4 a.m. after yeah. work on Sat- uh, Sunday night. I worked on Sundays at that time. And then uh, wake up, go straight to Moon Tower. I rode my bike there. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I did drive. I drove. And then sit down with John and Janae, and they, get, they do these 22-ounce beers. I'll show you the mm-hmm. mug. And I drank two double IPAs just bloom bloom what 22 kind? ounces I, I can't remember they have yeah. a huge tap list this was years ago yeah and dude I'm sitting there I'm talking and I'm hanging out and I just feel my skin turn white no shit and I just feel sweaty all over and I was like oh oh no and even John <laughs> John stopped talking to me he's talking to me and he stops and he's like oh dude you look like shit and I was like <laughs> yeah man I feel like shit and he was like well the bathroom's right there man and I was like I'm not gonna make it. Oh, fuck. And I just sat. It, it was in at a picnic table. Make it. A picnic table oh, in the middle no. of the bar. I was just oh, like, and the whole bar is staring at me. God and I'm just it. like, I'm so embarrassed. Not even just for me, but yeah. for them, my friends that are sitting here at this table with me yeah. while I'm throwing up in public. Fuck. And I just felt like the biggest piece of shit. Yeah, uh, do it to you. But so that's why. How did I, I get started again? What was the? We talking about our cars? No, 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 no. Like the drink, the drink that caused that fucking oh, mayhem. Double IPAs. Dude. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. 22 ounces on an empty yeah. stomach, no less. That was the reason I brought Damn up the 11 a.m. on a Monday, because yeah. I don't wake up that early. And I also <laughs> don't eat breakfast, even if I did wake up that early. Uh, so I just thought, yeah, I'll have a couple beers, and then maybe I'll get a burger. Yeah. 
And I did get a burger, but only because they ordered me one because they were like, you got you to gotta eat something, man. <laughs> All right, you don't eat breakfast, but if you had to, what's your go-to breakfast joint and or go-to breakfast cereal? So breakfast joint here? Or just, I mean, like the, the plate, the, the meal, the, the dish. Okay. It's the, I like a Mexican breakfast, personally. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So anything in that realm. But if I'm going like standard American... Uh, I, I have to say I like bacon over sausage for the most part. Okay. There are exceptions, but in general, I'm not a big breakfast sausage yeah. fan. I'm going eggs over easy. Okay. I like three, but I can go with two. Yeah. Maybe some toast and uh, some kind of potato. Yeah. I don't like hash browns as much no, as like not. breakfast potatoes. Well, yeah. Potato and, bites. Yeah, those are ooh, those are good. You throw in fucking butter and jelly on that fucking toast, or what's good? Not even usually. No. no. I mean, if I remember, but usually, if I'm eating a breakfast like that, I'm already yeah. it's I'm inhaling it. It has to get <laughs> in me right now. So it's like I don't have time to just be rubbing stuff on my toast. I'm coffee, no coffee, coffee. Oh, coffee always. Yeah. I'll probably have had have have had coffee right before the breakfast, yeah. and then during, and then again after. I'm a big big coffee head. For the Mexican plate, the Mexican like breakfast, I'm a sucker for fucking a good migas. Oh, yeah. I don't like migas as much. If we're talking, I'm not a big corn tortilla fan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, like yeah, they yeah. get it's just like all corn tortillas. Yeah, and I don't nah, even it's pretty good. Want it's that so in there. fucking weird. Am I like fucking off? But like, I need like another carby substance to fucking make it mm-hmm. make it taco. Yeah, because because yeah, like the, the 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 corn tortilla just like yeah doesn't swell in your stomach. And I can definitely there. just eat the migas by themselves, but if I, yeah, I want to get into put it, it on I'm taco. Fucking, yeah, put it on taco for days, all day long. I like, uh, was it Huevos Rancheros? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's probably my go-to. Yeah. Freaks and geeks, we got the fucking, we're on the road again, but we got the fucking dogs in the building. Don't get it misunderstood. We got the fucking, the dachshund, and we got the miniature pincher running around, so if you hear some barks, it's just the fucking studio dogs, yeah. or the fucking podcast dogs. Security They're detail. Here. For sure, for sure, for sure. They're wandering, wandering around looking for fucking uh, little edible arrangements and shit. <laughs> yeah, I saw them cleaning out the corners and like, <laughs> and underneath my counters, I was like, yeah, get after it, dude. All those crumbs I can't get with the broom. Yeah, yeah I get it. Um... All right, oh, cereal, breakfast cereal, go. Ah, man. I go back and forth. You can give us like uh, three. Yeah, Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks is hot. Apple Jacks is I, hot. I love Apple Jacks. Yeah. Uh, I actually, if I'm going chocolate, I think I go Cocoa uh, uh, Puffs Cocoa over Cocoa Puffs? Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles is, is fire. They though. make the milk real yeah. chocolatey. If you yeah. want chocolatey milk, Cocoa Pebbles Cocoa are Pebbles what you is want. much better than Fruity Pebbles. Yes. I would definitely yes. agree. Although I love a good Fruity Pebble. I eat some Cocoa Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles is out of there, man. And uh, now, like, okay, so, so Apple Jacks are a pretty good uh-huh. staple. Mm-hmm. I do like Cinnamon Life. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Fuck like yeah. Cinnamon life. That's a staple for me. Cinnamon oh, life yeah. is fucking out of sight. Cinnamon sight. anything, dude. Cinnamon mm-hmm. Cheerios. What's but the other cinnamon one they do? Uh, cinnamon Toast Crunch, of course. Yeah. That's yeah. the go-to. And I already said Apple Jacks, which is pretty much cinnamon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm a cinnamon guy. I, I no, love that cinnamon, cinnamon life, cereal, it, dude. Uh, that, that sogs up quite well, quite fast, mm-hmm. and it's fucking good. And I actually go oat milk. Full, oh, okay. Like, full strength. Uh, cool. Full sugar oat milk cool, on my cool, sugar cool. cereal. It's nice. like eating ice cream, dude. <laughs> it's my late night snack. I don't eat cereal for breakfast. Yeah, I was going to ask you the, the milk night. preference. 
Now I Fucking, gotta go. uh, yeah, I'm an almond guy. Do you remember Insomniacs? This is taking oh, it back hot. Do you remember that Bruce? shit? Oh, yeah. Yes. That's where my late night love of cereal came from. Yeah. And you know what else I used to do there is what? get that soft serve vanilla ice cream and put <laughs> Fruity Pebbles on that. <laughs> I have photo evidence of that. Holy shit. <laughs> I can't remember. I was doing that and somebody was just so mind blown. Mm-hmm. They were like, you're fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> and they were like taking pictures of me and they put it on like Facebook back in like what it was 2009. So it's all yeah. grainy. But I get that in my memories every once in a while. Well, a picture of just a bowl yeah. of vanilla ice cream with fruity pebbles, and I'm like, oh yeah, no wonder it used to be 220 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it. So, for the freaks and geeks that don't know, Insomniacs was like uh, uh, Douglas and I stayed at Bruce Hall for our like freshman year uh, at UNT, and Insom- Insomniacs was they would shut down the the uh, like dining hall slash kitchen at whatever hour mm-hmm. what like eight, nine some shit like and it that? was like an hour between you couldn't go in yeah, there yeah, while yeah, they like yeah. set it up and clean yeah. it up didn't it, it it opened at midnight though right oh i thought it opened like 10 it might have been midnight i think it opened at midnight but wow. i could be wrong i definitely could be wrong and then midnight 10 o'clock and they stayed open till like what two but was that i don't think that was on the weekdays I don't know. It I was think definitely I had to sneak special. into it. I think I had to sneak into it. Really? Okay. Because I didn't have. We were just yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a fucking. Um, I didn't have a weekend meal plan. Yeah. Because we're I'm poor, so <laughs> I had a weekdays <laughs> only. I could eat, and uh, yeah, I think that was weekends only. But I think you and Duff would sneak me in. Yeah. Like you go in and then you like slide your card out and then I go in with your card again. Shout out to fucking Duff Harris. Hold oh, me fucking man. down. We love you, buddy. You gotta do another pod with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was fascinating. Yeah, he's if you fucking... guys, if you guys are listening to this, go to that podcast right now. Stop yeah. this one. Listen to that and then come back over here. Yeah, fucking Duff Harris. I forget what number that was. He was like fucking five. That was a fascinating podcast. Yeah, dude. he was tremendous, man. Love that fucking guy to pieces. I need to roll out there to fucking. Little Brooklyn and hit him up. What was it? Number four. Come ahead, oh, wow. Number four. D. Harris in the motherfucking building. Um, yeah. So that's the whole. Okay, the cereal talk. The fucking uh, breakfast talk. That's good. You don't eat breakfast. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah, cool. I do like quote unquote intermittent fasting. Yeah. But my window is basically like whenever I go to bed till like whenever I get hungry again. I stopped I drinking attention. coffee for a minute. Oh wow! A hot minute. I fucking. I, I don't want to fucking toot my own horn or nothing like that. I fucking replaced coffee with fucking protein shakes. Ah uh, yeah. Yeah, and it's been going well. Yeah, I just I love that. coffee, dude. And yeah. like you know, I I drink it black. I don't put sugar or cream yeah. in it all so day there's, fucking there's long. No calories. I just mm-hmm. like you know just get the. Some the people energy. call us a psychopath for doing that shit. But really, I, yeah. for me, like it's just black like anything on, else. It's an acquired taste, you know. Yeah. Like you, you just, like beer used to be so gross. Yeah. And now I love beer. Yeah. Same with whiskey. Whiskey used to yeah. be gross, and now I'm drinking it right now, and For I sure. love it. So it's the same, same with anything else. If you wanna, if you don't want to drink black coffee, you'll just be drinking like milk with a little coffee in it forever. Yeah. But if you want to actually get, if you're trying to get fucked up on coffee, that's no, straight. You got to go straight black. Dude. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're gonna get a stomachache from all the sugar, yeah, and the cream. Also, the sugar makes you crash, in my opinion. Yeah, a little more. I put a fucking dollop of honey in that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Anyway. And that honey is good. Yeah. That honey is like, I, I just, and I don't like honey, but I'll, yeah. I'll eat it for my allergies. Uh, but I swear that honey is like an antidepressant. Yeah. So those bees, they go all the way to the zoo. Whoa, okay. So they, it's like three miles, they, their yeah. radius. That, that they must be to. fucking fascinating because they'll dip off and come back, right? Yeah. And then yeah. They, they just get pollen from... Whatever on yeah. their legs, and you and said your fucking neighbor. Where's it? Where's it? What neighbor? It's my uh, the lady, the landlord. Yeah, the, the light. Lady. Yeah. Okay, across the street, for and geeks, there's a fucking yeah. beautiful house with the light on, and that's where the fucking landlord beekeeper stays. Yeah, she has like all Freaky sorts of plants one. back there, like uh, all sorts of veggies and fucking yeah. herbs and 
bees. And uh, anyway, the, but and I this is me just making stuff up. But <coughs> I like to think so. Those bees go all the way to the zoo. What are they doing that on the trip? Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, I was eating the honey, and I was like, "This is like an antidepressant, dude." I feel so good. Yeah. And I was like watching, and I, I don't even think I looked anything up. I was just watching a documentary, and they talk about uh, this psychedelic honey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically it's uh, rhododendrons, I believe, which is a pretty common like decorative plant. And then that's what the bees make this psych- psychedelic honey at, out yeah. of in like Tibet or some shit. So there's got to be some rhododendrons or whatever between here and the zoo. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking I'm getting like a little just like a microdose of a psychedelic <laughs> honey because that honey makes me in a good mood. Dude. Yeah. And maybe it's the sugar, but. Uh, she give that to you. You buy her up. I gotta buy it. It's yeah. like twenty bucks a jar, but it's worth it. Cause oh, yeah. like I said, I don't really eat it. I sometimes you buy cook the fucking with it. comb. Oh yeah, I, would and just eat it. Yeah. I bet she sells it. Oh yeah, that might even be better than the fucking. Yeah, it's good for allergies for sure. Or with the fucking uh, psych. What do you call them? Psychodendrons. What the uh, did you say? Rhododendrons. Ro- rhododendrons. And I might be saying that wrong, but it's a, it's a pretty common flower. They're like red flowers. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure some of my neighbors got some rhododendrons. The zoo's probably got a couple rhododendrons. Mm-hmm. Just get a little of the the rhododendron pollen in there. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, no, that fucking honey and that espresso killed it. The espresso machine's fucking nasty too. Finally get to see it in effect for the first time. Oh, it's great, dude. I love it. Like, uh, I I have all Where'd my old coffee stuff. I got it from Amazon. Okay, used. Yeah. I paid half price for that mug. Yeah, that's cool. I don't that's pay cool. full price for nothing, dude. I love a deal. Yeah. I will take any deal. Any last fucking minute requests on the fucking Houston update? Give us fucking anything you got. Um, Go for it. I mean, there's tons Coming of construction right now. Yeah, there's that construction's a... fucking bonkers. Oh, somebody man. got stabbed today or no, yesterday shit. somewhere. That's not good. No, that was a different. Uh, never mind. It was at a museum, and I thought it was here. It's a different museum. I different can't remember. <laughs> different museum of modern art. Um, um, what else? Yeah, nothing much. I mean, we got. Deshaun Watson, innocent. <laughs> That's about it. That's about like all the news that I have right <laughs> the now. About it. News. Oh, I taught you about Mattress Mac. Today. Oh yeah, tell us about that fucking Mattress oh, Mac. Dude. Oh, we're, no, we're not done because we still got to talk about the fucking twelve o'clock boys, the TOBs. Oh, yeah, dude, the you got to fill us boys. in on those motherfuckers. So yeah, the, so the twelve o'clock boys is like a, it's like a street gang. I think they're teenagers, but and you can see it. We saw them all fucking day today. Yeah, they just go in circles around East Downtown on yeah. like ATVs and dirt bikes and probably some bicycles holding it. Holding yeah. You know, holding in with them and they just wheelie they just i don't they just hold wheelies yeah which is so impressive to me the 12 o'clock boys yeah dude it was such a great name yeah too. <laughs> just fucking put the Were, wheel up to 12 o'clock dude. did you know about them in high school are they that no old? that's no? like a new thing okay yeah that's like I, i've only known about them because i'd be like up on the roof at mm-hmm. the comedy club and just see them going and they'd yeah. be like woo you know they're yelling and getting all hype yeah and then uh so you know, other people be like, "Oh, it's the twelve o'clock boys." You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's some shit, man. The twelve o'clock boys, yeah, they were out there. Uh, all right, go back to mattress Mac. He put me on this fucking mattress Mac. Yeah, Holy dude, shit. he's a he's a philanthropist and a degenerate gambler <laughs> who has built uh, the city of Houston from the ground up with his own two hands. Dude. <laughs> he was. He there. definitely built my entertainment center from the ground <laughs> up that I grew up. The entertainment center in my house. I can't afford any uh, gallery furniture. Furniture. Yeah, at this time in my life, but and my parents could only afford that one piece from no, there. <laughs> I don't know where the rest of our furniture came from, but it wasn't gallery furniture. Fucking mattress, Mac. Boy. That's 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 yeah, something I, w- I never would have figured. I want to look more into the cocaine stuff. I can't remember if he was just addicted to cocaine. Mm-hmm. I think he was. He was like an addict or an alcoholic or something. Yeah, and like found God and got like yeah. 
But he might have been selling cocaine too. I don't know. He was definitely involved in cocaine. <laughs> Shit. You could tell it. Like the old guys that look like that, you're like, oh, dude, you partied. Yeah. Like you could tell a, an old dude that partied. And it, I kind of want to be like an old guy that partied, but I'd also like to live past 75. So. Oh, definitely. <laughs> it's, who knows? <laughs> you know, you got to pick a path. Oh, shit. Tell us about... All right, so we drove past this fucking club called Numbers. Oh. All right, we drove past okay. this fucking club. Where, give us the address of Numbers and tell us oh, a little I, bit about it's on Numbers Westheimer, and, and I don't know the address, yeah. uh, but it's... You can't miss Westheimer. it. It has the... the, the, the it's a, it's a blank-looking building with Is a number Is Westheimer sign. that street you were telling me about the... the like the tile, yeah, yeah, yeah. the bl- uh, white tile with yeah. the blue letters, yeah. Okay, and that was on. They used a lot of streets, but Westheimer, the Weistheimer beer is based off the Westheimer street sign. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, that blue and white tile, uh, that's yeah, that's that street. Uh, it was the one, the one we were walking on when we walked mm-hmm. to one of all those uh, thrift stores. Okay. So that's that's Westheimer. So numbers is right uh, over in that area. So I never went, and I went once in high school. Yeah. But I went for like a metal show, but my friends in high school used to go, like, every weekend and do a bunch of drugs and, like, dance. And I would hear them talk about it, like, in the cafeteria. And I'd be uh-huh. like, oh, man, like, it sounded kind of fun. And I'm like, oh, man, they never invite me, even yeah. though I've never been a big dancer, club-type dude. Uh, so I had always just assumed it's, it's just a club. It's just, you know, normal. And I go, to, I go to that metal show there, and I'm like, whoa, this is numbers. Cool. And I've actually uh, served the guy that owns it a couple right. times. Uh, he's <clears throat> he's cool. The guy that owns it. I can't remember his name at this, like, starts with a T, I think. Anyway, he's a cool old man and older man, not that old. Uh, and, uh, yeah, like I go to this metal show and it's cool. And then years go by and I don't really think about it. I go to college, I come back and then I meet up with one of my friends from high school and he was like, dude, let's go to nineties night on numbers one night. Eighties night. Uh, 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 well, yeah, it was eighties night. Eighties yeah. night. Okay. He was like, let's go to eighties night. Nineties night's what I go to now. You know, yeah. times are changing, but uh, he's like, let's go to eighties night. So every Friday night, numbers does eighties night. Okay. And I'm like, cool, eighties night. It's just like you know a nineties night or an emo night. It's just a themed night. No, dude, these people are from the eighties, dude. Mm-hmm. It was just a bunch of 40-year-old, 50-year-old people <laughs> getting down. And there's like a shirtless dude. It, yeah. he, he, he wasn't in a cage dancing, but he might as well have been. It was like a shirtless dude, swole, probably 70 years old, just like gyrating and like just cut like, like a beautiful Adonis of a man. And yeah. we, everybody was going up to him like, you're so cool. Your dancing is awesome. And I'm drunk and I'm complimenting him. And he's like just so weird and old. And But everybody there was, everybody there was wearing like, Pleather yeah. and like Doc Martens and fucking eyeliner and they look like the Cure with their hair. Oh yeah, like it was a scene, dude. It's like it's like the like hardcore goths from the eighties yeah. that are still holding on to that. And it was just it's the best people watching you could possibly do. Yeah, eighties night at numbers and they play they play deep cuts. They don't play like the eighties hits. Yeah, they play like deep cut eighties music shit that you're like. Oh, oh, this jams. Who yeah. is this? And they have a big projector where they have like the music videos because you know the eighties were like music video city. For sure. So all, even the deep cuts had music videos back then. So he's playing deep cuts and he's got the music videos up, and uh, it's it's just a good time, dude. Friday night at Numbers, eighties night. night. I think it's every Friday. It might only be once a month on Fridays, but I think it's every Friday night. Yeah. Let's it's a five dollar cover, but cover <laughs> it's worth it. At numbers, I love the fucking sign. It was just a fucking number sign mm-hmm. with a fucking apostrophe and an S. Yeah, and it, big it, ass. That's sign. like a iconic, iconic yeah. club slash venue. So they used to have a lot more shows there. Now yeah. it's basically just a club. But I have also, uh, so the owner of my last job, the guy that used to own uh, that 
Chinese, the Asian place I worked at, mm-hmm. and the 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 pub place I worked at. Yeah, that guy uh, was in a band, and he was the vocalist mm-hmm. of like a metal band. This restaurant owner, and he was like a you know like a wanna be like you. No, won't be like it. Like that kind of screaming, like not like a 90s yeah. kind of post-grunge type vocalist. And uh, his band was having like a 25th reunion or f- something show. And he asked me to open, to, right. to do comedy and open for him. Yeah. It was the worst set I've ever <laughs> had in my life. But that was at Numbers. So the, the num- it's a dance floor. And then the bar is way over there. Yeah. And so, all right, time to start the show. Here's Douglas with his fucking comedy. And I go up there. Everybody's at the bar. So I'm just doing comedy to a big, empty dance floor. Not you, a soul on the dance floor. Everybody's remember, over at the bar. Do you remember a joke that just fucking... Oh, yeah. Well, I, I remember the one joke I got a compliment about. Uh-huh. I had uh, one of my first jokes. Because this I was pretty new at this point. I was maybe doing comedy three years, two yeah. years. And I had a joke about uh, uh, jacking off with lunch meat. <laughs> Have you heard that joke? No, I don't think so. Uh, so how did it go? Oh, uh, so you know you're not supposed to put Q-tips in your ear, yeah. right? Yeah. It says it right there on the package. Don't put this in your ear. Which is it's crazy because it feels so good to put a Q-tip in your ear. Oh, definitely. Like people are still going to put it in their ear. They're uh-huh. wasting their time putting that on the package. That's like having a package of lunch meat yeah. and you put a label on it that says, hey, don't fuck this. People are still going to fuck that lunch meat. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you're wasting your time with that label. But yeah, that was one of my first jokes, dude. What type of lunch meat is it? Are you? I'm I'm it? picturing like a ham. Ham. Oh, okay. It gets kind of slimy. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? A little slimier than turkey. And I don't know. It was. I I think I read something on Reddit or something that was like, oh yeah, I've jacked off with lunch meat. And it was like a bu- <laughs> like a forum of people like yeah, like like it was a normal thing. And so I was like, I'm I'm assuming. And then I just thought about. it. I was like, of course, of course, people do that. Yeah. If you have anything that would feel good on your penis, it's been put on a penis. It's like period. Ham. And so, but anyway, I told that joke and I was working at that steakhouse with like a butcher shop inside mm-hmm. and the head butcher guy who was also like a co-owner yeah. comes up to me afterwards and he was like, I love that joke so much. <laughs> and this guy's like a weird psychopath, like professional butcher. Yeah. He loved that joke. And I was like, you've definitely jacked off. Lunch <laughs> lunch <laughs> <laughs> uh, Freaks and Geeks, we're going to pause for beverage identification. Uh, fucking, this is... What are we sipping on? We're sipping on beer wise. We got the fucking uh, pale mosaic from Hops and Grain out of Austin, fucking Texas. They're com- they're made a comeback, man. The the fucking Ronies took them out. I used to go like, oh man, every I don't even know. I think every Friday I would go and pick up like a couple of growlers worth of shit, and they were like at at a certain point in time they're like we're shutting the fucking tap room down. So, um, their tap room used to be like at the far end of, in Austin of. East 7th Street. It was like the last fucking thing. And this was one of the fucking first breweries that I ever went to. Oh, wow. uh, Like craft breweries I ever went to in Austin. Back when they would give the fucking, like, the tokens, like fucking Eighth Wonder, uh-huh. uh, give you three tokens, give you a pint glass, and just fucking go and chill and do whatever the fuck you want. Um, but yeah, they, they shut it the fuck down. And then I think they, I don't know who's brewing this, but they're not brewing out of their, their original location. I forget. Um, oh, they're like somebody's they're, helping them yeah, out, letting using, them use their stuff. Yeah, 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 Deep Elm has done that with a lot of breweries. Yeah, like they did it with Armadillo Aleworks. They used to have a shitload, man, and they even had like a 
a medicinal series, uh, like a little weed series. Uh, cool. Uh, uh, Eighth Wonder has the Delta Eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. Well, this was just uh, like a, a, a play on words. This had this. There was oh, nothing okay. like so truly just, like, tasted yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. dank. You know? Yeah, for okay. sure, for sure. I forget what the, there was one called pellets and powder that slammed hard, uh-huh. and then. Um, Fuck, I think, I don't, I don't remember what the other weed one was called. I think it was the uh, Hops and Grain Dispensary. I think that's what they called it. I have a sick-ass fucking little, not tulip glass, but what's the little ones that uh, they have the stem? Like a, uh, not I, a coupe. I know what you're talking. It yeah. might be called a coupe. I think no, I, I, I had. A is like a martini. Glass. I had one at, at the fucking, the space uh, brewery you took me to. Oh, oh, Snifter. Snifter. Snifter, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Wow, how did yeah. it not take me so long to think of that? I All right, know. Snifter, yeah. But that fucking space brew was was sick. Hate yeah. to get off the hops and grain joint, but the space brew. No, was yeah, sick. true anomaly. Yeah, yeah. they're good. Uh, man, how, why was Brash closed? I'm kind I don't of upset fucking about know. that. That's weird. It was very weird. Yeah. We went we went to Brash, uh, which is one of my favorite breweries in town, and that's like uh, we went like 40 minutes after they were supposed to be open, mm-hmm. and they, they we were the first car in the gate. Yeah, like they opened the gate when we got there, and there was nobody there. All the doors were closed. I didn't know what was going on. So we just kind of left. I didn't want to be that guy yeah. <laughs> knocking on the door before the brewery opens. Yeah. I mean, I like beer, but not that much. <laughs> so we're sipping on the hops and grain, fucking pale mosaic. And we're also sipping on, what the, tell, you tell oh, us about this. A little Basil Hayden. Uh, so I should know more about this, uh, but this is a, uh, uh, here we go. So it's from the James B. Beam Distilling Co. So this is probably uh, like the high-end Jim Beam. Okay. Which is insane because I hate Jim Beam. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, this says distilled and bottled by the James B. Beam Distilling Co. So it must be owned by the same people. Unless this was like his OG recipe and then he sold out to Jim The bottle looks sick. The fucking metal band on it. Oh yeah, they got a little metal on there. I've never actually, I was, uh, when I got this, I was like, I've never bought a bottle of this. Yeah. I've only ever had this at a restaurant. And I actually think I've only ever had this in an old fashioned before this bottle. I, I don't think I've ever actually just like... Drink the bottle it. and the corking, the top system, the cork system is Yeah, it's pretty sick. Dope. It's a good whiskey, though. Yeah, distilled in Kentucky. It probably is. This probably is Jim Beam's, like, yeah. high end. You're doing that again? Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to do a little splash. Throw yeah, me a little splash in there. Yeah. Splash. <laughs> by Baklava. Did you get the actual cologne? I did. How does I did. it smell? It's okay. It kind of smells like fucking, um, and I've only used it once. So essentially, I'm gonna play, pay event at the end of the day a hundred dollars for alcohol because it's gonna, the scent's gonna go out. Uh, yeah. But it kind of smells like fucking um, what's that fucking that f- scent that everybody cucumber melon kind of kind of not really but a little bit It's very sweet. I've only used it once and it's fucking dope. It's like little bottle that yeah big. and fucking you might as well just use it all dude just fucking start Mr. using it mr baklava got they still like sell it or no, like a limited no, thing it was one, ah. done. one so yeah you might as done. well use it all yeah no i really i, I really fuck with it. it's more fucking novelty mm-hmm. not really novelty but yeah. like i got it's the like you have the, the merch yeah by baklava i uh i got uh my favorite new cologne i love colognes dude and i just got uh what's it called it's called like I'm probably going to butcher this. I'm terrible with French. It's like Etat Libre d'Orange. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Something free, the orange. I don't know. But uh, it's like they have a bunch of weird ass and dare I say gross ass smelling scents. Yeah. And they're mostly unisex. Uh, and I didn't know what I wanted. And I I was going to like, you know, get like a Versace cologne or something like that. Versace's got some good shit, yeah. man. I mean, I like to go to Sephora and smell the high end shit and be yeah. like, what do I like? Like I got Gucci in there. Yeah. 
which is played out. I smell it on everybody, and I'm like, fuck, I got that the one Versace, that I like. It's not called Versace Blue, but it's in a, it's in a blue bottle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it, square. it smells good. Yeah, that one's really good. So I was going to get something like that, mm-hmm. but I was like, let me try this little boutique place, mm-hmm. this Etat Libre d'Orange. They're like an internet company. We know all those internet companies. Mm-hmm. They you they send you emails and they do Facebook ads. So I got just a, their sample pack. It was like twenty five little yeah. bottles to just see what I wanted. And some of them were like repulsive. Yeah. But then some of them were like really good. And so the one that I ended up on, I hated at first. The first time I smelled it, it smelled like new car smell. Yeah. And then when I actually like let it you know chill on my skin for a while, I was like, oh, this smells amazing. Yeah. So that's what I use now. But it's like. It's not very strong smelling, but it is like it smells good. Just not. I have to put like five sprays on to even like get a whiff. For sure. When most cologne, it's like half a spray, and you're like, that's too much. Yeah. But I don't know. It's. I guess that's good. But I'm using. I'm going through that bottle. I'm just like. Yeah, sensor sensor definitely good. You got to throw a fucking scent in there, a true one. But yeah, I love the little sample packages. Not necessarily sample, but trial, so you get a shitload of them, and you're gonna get fucked for sure. But, you know, you, you pick and choose on which ones are the good ones, and mm-hmm. then you just go from fucking there. So Especially if you're in, even at a store, like, smelling them all yeah. back to back, I get, after three, I'm done. I, they all smell the same. So, like, when you get the sample pack, you can actually put one on. Especially, I got this during the pandemic. Yeah. I wasn't going anywhere. I'd yeah. wake up, I'd take a shower, and I'd pick Drop a new one up, up and put it on, and I'd be like, oh, this smells awful. I might have to take another shower. <laughs> and the then lotions are fucking... I like when they include the lotion. Oh, yeah. Throw that fucking lotion on. And I miss... That was like a go-to Christmas present. Like, yeah. in high school, for yeah. Christmas, somebody would get you, like, an ant or something would get you, like... Uh, the cologne, the lotion, mm-hmm. the body wash, the aftershave. Like, who? Mm-hmm. The, what's high school is using aftershave? But they always put aftershave <laughs> in there, too. I well, still don't use aftershave, and I shave my, all the time. What was the ultimate? Yeah, yeah. What was the ultimate fucking jerk off high school cologne? I think it was that Curve. Curve. Yes, I yes. loved Curve, dude. I thought that stuff smelled so good. <laughs> the orange bottle. And I shit had the like green that. bottle. The green. They had three, the right? Top. Yeah, they had the orange bottle. There was the like green a bottle, black one too. Oh, the blue one. The, the black blue one. one was decent. I, uh, I, was it black? I think so. It was yeah. like black with like silver letters. So yes, yeah. yes, yes. I like the the green with gold. Why letters. are we talking about fucking Curve right now? Dude, Such a jerk. I curve, dude. <laughs> I wonder if I would still like the smell. Probably not. No, I don't think so. It's I would fucking... get that shit at like Walmart, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like you, if you're buying cologne at Walmart, you need to rethink some stuff. Fucking curve. But if you're a high schooler, that's better than Axe. That was oh, like the yeah. step up from Axe. It's like yeah. I'm an adult now. I'm gonna stop using Axe. My I'm fucking high school curve. cologne was Polo Blue. Oh, that's nice. That's, yeah, Polo Blue and fucking uh, um, uh, Geo. Ooh, yeah. I like. Dead. I have like. To, yeah, have to move on from those for sure, though. I like uh, Polo Black. That yeah, was that my. Good. I got that like my senior year of high school. Calvin Klein Black is fucking. good. I've never smelled that. That one. one's really good, dude. There's this one Tommy Hilfiger cologne that's yeah. like the best smell I've ever smelled in my entire life, and I, I smell it sometimes at work. I'll smell somebody wearing it, and I'm like, I think it's Calvin Klein, but it's it's black something. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I, I love cologne, dude. Mm. I I kind of want to go get, and I have like four bottles in there, but I'm like, I want another one. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely re up on some. I don't know how the fuck we got off fucking. I know. This was yeah, supposed right. to be the beverage break, and we talked yeah, right? to like, about fucking cologne. Talk about cologne. Well, cologne and whiskey is, is pretty like you know your palate of like what you taste and yeah. what you smell is pretty similar. So like 
That's why I own all those cologne websites. They yeah. like give you a quiz on like, what do you like to drink and do you smoke? Do you know that fucking wood? You burn it. I forget what the fuck it's called. It's very pa- scenty. Palo Santo. Yes, no. yes, yeah. yes. Palo Santo's great. I fucking really fuck with Palo Santo. Just you, to burn in the crib. Do you like sandalwood? The smell. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I have a sandalwood comb. I just oh, got okay. And I use it on my beard, and yeah. I, it makes my beard smell like sandalwood, yeah. but only like a little bit. Like yeah. you can barely smell it. I have to like really try to smell it, but. Yeah. Uh, I'll get a whiff of it or I'll like brush my beard before bed and my pillow smells like sandalwood. Like sandalwood is, that's one of my top five smells for me. Yeah. Sandalwood, lavender. Um, I love a good rosemary Mahogany. Scent. Oh, rosemary yeah. Rosemary kills for me. Rosemary's good. I like yeah. rosemary plants. Lavender's great. Lavender is fucking great though. Sage is good. Yeah. Sage is real good. Yeah. All right, man. So we fucking, I guess that's the fucking, uh, that's the, the, uh, state, uh, the beverage identification break. We hit the fucking Houston update. Let's talk about fucking guitars, man. Mm. Talk about just preferred guitars, favorite guitars. You can drop some basses. I'm I'm strictly strictly gonna stick with fucking guitars for yeah. me. Well, like so, iconic wise, I'm gonna go with five to start. Yeah, hit us. Hit so us, I got hit. Telecaster guitar, uh-huh. uh, and then I'm gonna go into basses because you know. So the uh, the the Telecaster bass, or yeah. like it's like a P bass with the Tele head. It's like a 50s P-Bass. Mm-hmm. Man, those are my favorite. And they're hard to find. They have some Squire ones. Yeah. Or like the Mike Dirt signature uh, bass is probably the closest to that. Uh, and so you can find some Mexican-made ones that are pretty good. So that, and then uh, well, Rickenbacker. Oh, oh, Rickenbacker's great. Hold on. What's your... Um, I hate to pause you on that. What's your take on the fucking japanese versus mexican versus american made so that, what's your preference so i think i've always liked the japanese ones more i've never really played an american though is it that the bottom of the line though i've always assumed it was better than american for some years really like i used to have a japanese telly i like the mexicans the most yeah that's a mexican telly or a mexican uh jazz bass right there and i the made in mexico for value is is so good like if you really want it to sound better just get new pickups yeah but the wood isn't going to be that much different. Maybe the quality control at the plant is like a little different. But so this base is a 2001 neck with a 2013 body. And somebody just made this and I bought it. It's dope. And it's like uh, one of the best bases I've ever played. So it's like I don't need the quality control and the quality wood. Like give me give, – and the, oh, by the way, both Mexican. 2001 Mexican neck, 2013 Mexican body. As far as I know. I haven't really uh, looked at the body, but he yeah. told me it was a fender body, I believe him. Um so back to back to your your choices. You got the telly. Yeah, telly guitar, the telly yeah. bass. Yeah. Of course the jazz bass. That's like my first bass and I that I've started on really. Well, I guess I played a P in call in high school, but I didn't really know what I was doing. Um So yeah, like uh jazz bass for sure. Oh, Rickenbacker. Yeah. Which I've never played. They have one at the guitar shop down here. Okay. Uh which is right actually so where the Chinese food place is. Mm-hmm. On the other end of that shopping center, just across the street, is a really cool guitar shop. Really? What's it called? Um, it is called Rock and Robins mm-hmm. Guitars. And they have like surfboards too. Tweedledee. Yeah. Tweedledee. And uh, so, yeah, the Rickenbacker, what does that make me for? Let me see. Telly, Telly, Jazz, Rickenbacker. Yeah. And my music, man, dude. These Stingrays, I love. And I used to think, so the first time I ever saw Ernie Ball was at Warp Tour. They would have like a booth. And I was like, those look like toys. They don't look like, because they don't look like fenders. So I'm like, that's yeah. a toy base. Why are you charging so much for that? But now I played one and, oh man, dude, I think I like it more than my fender. Really? And that's a Leo Fender company as well. 
Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. We're gonna talk about that whole fucking his venture. There's he's an interesting fucking guy, most definitely. All right, so you got those. Um, I'll drop my fucking five. Um, I open. I have to open solidly with the Strat. I just oh, yeah. love a fucking yeah. Strat. I don't know what it was that made me like. Are you going to be a Fender guy? Or are you going to be a Gibson guy? But mm-hmm. something along the line. And I think like my first. I was always. I was first thrown a Squire acoustic just to fucking break the teeth in, cut the teeth, break the chops, and then I they threw me a Squire electric. Okay, and then I got. I was like, "This is okay." Um, so I, that's why I was a fan of just Fender in general. And then I was like, "Well, I need a better like setup. I need a better, a, just better pickups for sure. Better quality products. So I need to go to Fender's real shit yeah. and get some of their stuff. So definitely fuck with the the Strat off top. That's my go to. If you could just throw me a Strat in front of me, I'll take it yeah. easily. Uh, then Telly for sure. I, I was kind I, I don't want to say I was anti Telly for a hot minute, but I, they didn't pop up on my radar. Mm. And then I was like, well, they do a lot of good shit. You can get some, not that I'm pay, playing fucking country tracks or anything like that. Country rap tunes. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you can really get down with the Telly. Even like, uh, <clears throat> non-country shit just they'll hit some blues they'll hit they'll yes. do anything i you mean my band want. my band uses two tellies yeah and now we got that guild and you yeah. know what lore they have a lore like a semi-hollow or it might be a hollow body no i don't know lore but it's a semi-hollow or hollow yeah those are nasty it might even be an acoustic electric it's fat but it's uh they use that and then two tellies and we just got that guild uh this weekend yeah so but the tellies like <clears throat> i love the sound of a telecaster that twang mm-hmm and mm-hmm. um, the mellowness you can get from that neck pickup, and that's the thing with the Tele basses too. Not the Tele P bass uh, I was talking about with the like the OG Tele ones. Yeah, they have a pickup real close to the neck, just like the Tele guitar. And so I feel like that would a. I wonder how slap bass sounds on that. I've never really heard somebody play slap on one of those, but that's where you slap. So I bet it would sound pretty awesome. So I got the I got the Strat. You got the Tele in there. I will venture to Gibson for the Flying V. That Flying V is just nasty. The shape is so obscure and oblong, oblong and uncomfortable to play. Got to play with the strap. Can't do anything. I, I couldn't imagine, honestly, like playing on one. I need to fucking try one out. But that's got to be a, a an additional, I don't want to say skill, but like thing you look at when when you fucking mm-hmm. perform live with the Flying V. Like there's something else that goes into it. It's not your typical shape, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's got to be heavier, too. Oh, yeah. I love that headstock. Uh-huh. It's like fucking a little triangle up at the top. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's pretty nasty. cool. The headstocks. They have that headstock on some bases, too. Yeah. Um, and I like that you can change the truss rod plate out on that to look to just do dope shit. Uh-huh. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I like a good truss rod plate, for sure. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know any fenders that have that. They're mainly no. just Gibson joints. Yeah, Guild would do them. Guild is, Guild is a fender. Or they got bought out, right? Or, no, they used to be owned by Fender, and they're not anymore, I think. I don't know on that. But uh, they used to, they do. I was looking at them just because my band bought one. I was just looking yeah. at them. And they have, uh, they have a truss rod cover. And what base? I was looking at some bases that had one. Because there was one base that was like way cheap because yeah. it was missing the truss rod cover. Mm. I don't know what base that was. Oh well, but uh, it might have been a Thunderbird. Okay. The Gibson Thunderbird. Well, actually, it's Epiphone Thunderbirds are more 
prominent. Like, I don't know if Gibson makes a Thunderbird anymore. Yeah. Uh, but those are bases that are... I think they make a Thunderbird guitar, too. It's yeah. that one that's like a, you know, like a rhombus kind of shape. Okay. But same thing. Like, how are you going to play that in a chair? Yeah. You have to have the strap. And yeah. then also they're like, the neck is... Or the headstock's too heavy for the strap. It'll just, like, drop. So you have to, like, hold the neck up the whole time. Apparently what? they're very uncomfortable to play. But every recording I've heard sounds so good. Yeah. I'm like, that's what a bass is supposed to sound like. But... So uncomfortable. And you'll see people online, they'll, like, cut the headstock off to make it lighter yeah. or, like, get a heavier bridge or put, like, a weight on the back or move the strap knob, like, trying everything to get it to be a comfortable yeah. guitar to play. I don't know why Gibson won't just fix it, you I know? I don't know, man. I think my next one would be the SG. After oh, seeing like fucking SG, uh, Tony Iommi and fucking Angus Young kill on a fucking SG, mm-hmm. and there's others, too. Don't get me wrong. I'm missing a whole lot of people. But mm-hmm. those two motherfuckers alone... Mm-hmm. To just kill on a fucking SG is... Angus is Young it. is, like, the SG dude. Like, when yeah. I think of a guy playing, like, ripping on an SG, it's ACDC. That's the ACDC guitar. Yeah, for sure. And I wonder if they would even be popular without ACDC. Like, as popular as, as they are. I don't know. I don't know. Same with, like, those Hofner violin basses. They're yeah. shit, <laughs> but they're so popular because Paul McCartney played one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I get that. I don't know what my fifth one would be. That's four. I like those, like, I don't even know what to fucking call them. I still don't know the name. Like, the steel guitars. Not the lap steel joints. Resonator. The resonators? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I like those. They have a resonator acoustic bass at this guitar really? shop over here. Really? I didn't even look at the price, but I thought about getting one. But, the th- like, almost all acoustic basses suck just because you can't hear those frequencies without amplification for the most part. Yeah. But uh, I bet on the resonator it might compensate for that because they're so bright with all that metal. Yeah. My friend's dad used to play one, and he ripped. He was like a blues guitarist. Yeah. And that was my the first time I'd ever seen one of those. I think that's the next one I need to get. Yeah, I dude. think that would be really, really fucking cool. I'm down with that. So that's what? You got four guitars? or, or That's three? four, and then the fifth one would be that style, I guess. I I, I like that shit, but... Uh, no Les Paul? Nah, too heavy. Gibson's like in general Paul's, are just too dude. fucking I, yeah, heavy for me. I like me. Les Pauls. I, I that would probably make my honorable mention. Yeah, I've never played one. Yeah, no, I, I, that's a lie. I've played a friend's. I think my friend's roommate has one. I think I've played it, and I didn't love it, but I love the way they look. They yeah. look so fucking cool. Yeah. I've always wanted a white Les Paul with like gold hardware. Yeah. Man, no, that, nothing's, that, nothing's prettier than that. That solid dude. body's fucking heavy as shit, mm-hmm. for sure. But I've always can't felt... can't be as heavy as my bases. No, yeah. Those but, are almost 10 pounds, or maybe more. Yeah. I don't know, man. I've Just testing out Fender versus Gibson, I've always felt Gibson was much heavier. And I'm like, fuck, this is heavy as shit. I don't know what's up with it. Yeah, I want to try a G&L, and I really want to try a Sadowski. Yeah. You look have you seen Sadowski? No. Oh man, you're going to want one if you look at yeah. them. They basically make Fender copies. Yeah. What well, they they call them on the forums like a FSO or okay. Fender shaped object. A fucking FSO. <laughs> UFO. <laughs> um I dig fucking Cordoba too. If we're taking the classical approach, that's my go-to. That's definitely my go-to. Dude, and Ibanez, there's nothing to shake a stick at. I love how cheap Ibanezes are, and they're yeah. going to stay cheap. Like, they yeah. don't uh, accumulate value. You get yeah. a used Ibanez, you're getting a fucking a $200 guitar, yeah. max, you know? And they're good instruments. They're very good instruments. That yeah. guitar is great. Looks good. Fucked around with it yesterday. Little and those bit. strings? Those strings are at least six years old. Yeah. Maybe older. They're elixirs, though. I okay. just bought new ones elixirs to replace them. Elixirs are great. That oh, was the dude, they sound yeah. brand new. Yep. 
loved elixirs. Fucking, how are we geeking out on this? Fucking? Oh man, I can I can <laughs> geek out about this forever. Elixirs are definitely great. They they were on the the higher price then. I remember they were like fifteen back in the day. Oh 12 yeah, twelve to fifteen. But well, no, they're dude, smooth. now that I'm buying bass strings, guitar strings, I'm like, this isn't even. They're oh, not yeah. even charging for these. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> bass yeah. strings are like for good bass strings, like sixty, seventy bucks a yeah, pack. Fuck all that. But I don't even buy those. Though, right? I buy decent ones. Oh yeah, they last literally forever. They don't break, so they get dead. But I kind of like a dead round wound. And then my flat wounds, I just put flat wounds on that black base over See, there. See, I haven't ventured into flat wounds. Oh, I kind of like I don't know which one to do it on though. Good, yeah. yeah. That, so I put them on that jazz base copy, uh, and they're not really. They're more of a P bass string. Yeah. So I would say they might be weird on a strat. Yeah, I think so. Even on a telly, those that's, are more of like my, a less Paul. Those are more of like a less Paul or like a hollow body endeavor. Like maybe we could put flat wounds on the guild. Yeah. It's already really warm, but that would warm it up even more. Yeah. It would be like a blanket, dude, with flat wounds. <laughs> Slink it. <laughs> Did you ever have one of those? No. Or Snuggy? Oh, That's my, my dad has a Snuggy. <laughs> the Slinket was like a, a ripoff, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I just made <laughs> that up, Slinket. <laughs> well, you threw me off because that's a word that I use regularly because I uh, I like to do this thing where I replace the first letter of a word with SL. I kind of stopped doing it because I was doing it like out loud on accident because yeah. <laughs> it's usually a, a just a joke thing in my head. Like, a, you know, call a cop a slop, stuff like that. Okay. SL is like one of the funniest combinations of letters. Yeah. You call the couch the slouch, blanket <laughs> a slanket, you know what I mean? The table a slabel. <laughs> like, it's just fun to say. Yeah. So no. when you said slanket, I was like, what? You know about a slanket, dude? <laughs> oh, that's gold. That's fucking gold. Episode 29. Holy shit. That's definitely good stuff right there. Well, I think that's enough nerd talk on the fucking... Yeah, right? Uh, we could talk yeah. about quantum physics now. Yeah, maybe, maybe. We, <laughs> could, we could definitely go into that um, tomorrow, next yeah. time, next time. And we'll, we'll bring up some calculus, quantum, pre-calculus. Quantum physics. Trigonometry. Uh, freaks and geeks wouldn't understand if that hit them. Neither would I. Um, all right, so let's talk about fucking, like, the booze, the hooch. Let's talk about the fucking, the liquors, the beers, the cocktails you've been fucking, oh, yeah. fucking with lately. Oh, dude. So, well, this isn't as much lately, but one of my favorite cocktails of all time. And I, uh, do you, are you familiar with the concept of a classic cocktail? Uh, tell us about that. So, like, uh, there were cocktails that were just, because uh, back in the day in Prohibition. Uh, Staples, essentially. Right? Yeah. Well, the liquor was, like, undrinkable back then. Yeah. So you had to make it drinkable. Mm -hmm. And so there were these classic cocktails that they started making back then. And I think, I don't know who made the rules, but basically it's like, typically, four ingredients. Mm -hmm. Or maybe three. I think it's four. So you want your liquor, you want your sugar, you want your citrus, and then I guess bitters or something. I don't know. I might be messing this up. But there's like components to the classic cocktail. Like the old-fashioned is a classic cocktail. Yeah. Yeah, your liquor, sugar, bitters. I think that's it in an old fashioned. What are how many are there? Uh, there's uh let me see here. I don't know. You could look it up. Like oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, do that. You do the, we need a producer, dude. I know, man. On the on the ones and twos over here <laughs> on the on the, on the Google. Uh but yeah, classic cocktails are like or you could maybe even Google specifically how many classic cocktails are there. Yeah. Because if you just Google classic cocktails, it'll be like 10 classic cocktail recipes that blah blah blah. But I know for sure there's like an old fashioned Manhattan uh um. Oh, what's another Sazerac? Oh, Sazerac <laughs> kills. I had a Sazerac the other night. Yeah, that's the other drink. 
No, when I was trying to remember the other one I had. Yeah. I knew I had a third. Yeah, Sazerac. I love a Sazerac, dude. Looks like that's basically like an old fashioned with a little bit of cognac, typically. Okay. And when and the glass has like a vermouth rinse. Yeah. I right. mean an absinthe. Absinthe rinse. Oh, okay. So you get a little bit of that absinthe flavor, but yeah. it's not too crazy. They yeah. just rinse the glass with it. A little vodka martini. Oh yeah. That's a good classic. That's, that's one. Uh what's the other one? I can't even uh Fucare? No. no. Negroni? Oh, I love a Negroni. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe I forgot a Negroni. Yeah, that one's gin, Campari, uh, no vermouth, shit. sweet vermouth, and uh, a third ingredient that I can't remember. I love a good orange peel, man. Or a fourth. Orange peel for the fucking old fashioned. Oh, yeah, the orange, yeah, Negroni gets an orange peel too. Negroni looks almost, it looks like a red old fashioned when you yeah. order one. Uh, you, can, you can do a Negroni up, you can do it in like a martini glass, but I like it in a rocks glass. What kills me is when my fucking Mexican, um, excuse me, my uh, uh, old fashions don't come with that cherry. Oh, yeah. Well, they're not supposed to. Really? You got to ask for that. If you go to a fancy place, ask for it. Yeah. Because they're not going to put it in there. Like, we don't, I've never worked at a restaurant where you put a cherry in there. Really? That's, uh, I don't know, that's like a new invention. Or like a thing one bar did and then people copied it. I like the smoked ones. Oh, we do that. We do that at work. Those are good. It's a pain in the ass. Don't order that. (laughs) Well, I mean, the bartenders don't seem to mind, but if somebody ordered that for me, I'd be like, you can go fuck yourself. (laughs) That's so much work. They have like a little, it's like an auto bong. It's like a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you like turn it on and it like sucks the smoke in. Yeah. Uh, But it does smell pretty good. But I don't like the taste of a smoked drink. I've smoked a few drinks and I... I don't like it. Yeah, it's okay. It tastes like a burnt drink. Like it, it, I don't like that smoky flavor. It's so intense, and yeah. it gets in my mustache, and it's like just all over. But anyway, the, I brought up the classic cocktails to say the okay. the thing. Uh, so I I thought this was a classic cocktail, but apparently it's what's known as a new classic, yeah. uh, which is like follows the rules of a classic cocktail, but it wasn't a classic cocktail, and that's the last word. What is that? Which is four equal parts gin. Uh, Lime juice, green chartreuse, and maraschino liqueur, so like a cherry liqueur. Yeah. So it tastes like a cherry limeade. Cherry lime, Ooh. gin, and then green chartreuse, which has like a little floral. What's it, it called again? Uh, the Last Word. The Last Word. Holy That's my shit. favorite cocktail. And I've had a variation of it before that was mezcal. It was a mezcal last word. And instead of lime, uh, I think they might have put lime juice, but instead of lime as a garnish, or sometimes they'll do those cherries you you were talking about the yeah. Lajardo cherry that'll be yeah. the garnish uh, if if they have them. Lajardos are fucking. But we did tops. in the mezcal uh, last word. Yeah, we did uh, rosemary garnish. Ooh, so it's just slap it. You know, you get a little sprig, slap it, and fucking yeah. drop it on the top. Man, that sounds okay. fucking delicious yeah. for sure. So, so we're that's, talking. That's about- my that's my go to Negroni or that because I'm a big gin okay. fan, big gin fan, and mezcal. I like mezcal, and it's weird because I hate scotch. I don't hate it. I really don't like scotch. Yeah. And uh, mezcal is so similar to scotch oftentimes. And I've I'm had like, it why a, do a, I a like, couple of times I for like sure. this, but I hate scotch. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. I'll fuck with a, a gin and tonic for sure. Gin and, and tonic is a those. good, easy go-to. Mm-hmm. I don't usually order anymore. I used to think tonic didn't have calories. No, yeah. The tonic is like a Coca-Cola. It has more, more sugar than a Coca-Cola. Yeah. So I quit I, ordering that. But... This is a numbers thing. When I would go to numbers, okay, I order call back a uh, gin and tonic because in the black light it glows. Ooh, 
Also, Barbarella. That's if I'm going to Barbarella, I'm ordering gin and tonic because it glows. And also, I don't know what else those people know how to make. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in there. Have you been to Barbarella? They have one in Austin. Um, they do I, like the emo night, the nineties night. No, I have not, but night. I know I, I'm completely. It's aware similar, of so they're like they want to be numbers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but really? yeah, Barbarella is it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's a younger crowd, but if you want to people watch some cool goth forty year olds, you yeah. got to go to numbers. Numbers, okay. You heard it here, freaks and geeks. Mm-hmm. You're in Houston, Texas. Pop on over to Numbers. So, oh, what's up with the beers lately, bud? I see they bring uh, the double yeah, the R double cars R back. Car back, dude. Hot I haven't even had one yet, but Just I got in a time six for spring break there. there, freaks and geeks. Make Ooh. sure you go pick one the fuck up. Limit two per day yeah. <laughs> for me. I don't know. Maybe you younger people can <laughs> really crush them, but I can't put down probably one of those. And I'm like, who? Yeah. I haven't had one in like a year. Yeah. But I remember it tasting like rubbing alcohol a little <laughs> bit. Like it, it has a bite. It has a certain bite. They sweeten that. It's like malt liquor, uh, but um, f- it's like fortified. What do, you, what do they call that stuff? <laughs> fortified <laughs> wine. Uh, no, it's like, um, yeah, I'm excited about that. I've actually been digging Yingling, dude. Really? They brought Yingling to Texas. Yeah. You know Yingling, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Pennsylvania joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, that's my, if, so now if I'm at a bar and they got Yingling on tap and they got Lone Star on tap. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Yingling yeah. right now at this Lager. time. Yeah. It I comes in like a green flight. bottle, right? Uh, green, I think right? it's amber. It's like an amber bottle. Okay. It might be a green bottle. I feel like it's green. I bought a six-pack not too long ago. Yeah. Uh, but I don't remember. I feel like I would have remembered a green. I think they used to be green, but I think they're amber now. Really? But they're definitely like cloud. They're not clear. You know, it's like a cloudy bottle. Yeah. No, it's green, guys. Oh, really? Let me yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely fucking green. That's cool. It reminds me of like a, oh, it is green. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. hundred percent a green bottle. Like a little rolling rock green, yeah. green too. Dude, you know, they sell, they sell, uh, yingling in like the big cans at that corner store right here. Really? Like, like, you know, how you get a Modelo at the fucking uh-huh. gas station like that. They sell yinglings that size. <laughs> dude, that's, I had that for breakfast one football, <laughs> one football Sunday and that was all you need. Dude. Who was, who are you looking forward to watching that day? Do you Ooh, remember? The Bills for sure. Okay. The Bills, watching the Bills, drinking some yingers. Josh Allen can fuck some shit up, buddy. Oh yeah. Dude, the Bills, yeah. I'm a Bills fan now, yeah. dude. I got my Bills shirt. I'm all in. <laughs> Push the chips in, dude. Uh, but yeah, so Yingling's been my go-to beer lately because yeah. I yeah I'm just I'm I think I'm waning off the IPAs. It's been so many yeah. years now that I'm like yes, I that's agree. all I drink as I, I see here sipping on one. I definitely but, agree. I've kind of uh, waned off them to fucking hit like mixed drinks and shit like that. Yeah, I mean yeah, like I, said, I go a lot more for the cocktails. It's mm-hmm. just easier on my stomach, and yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if this is true, but I feel like I can pace myself way better with liquor. Yeah, like with beer, I get excited or I'm thirsty kind of slamming it mm-hmm. and then before i know it it's hitting me you mm-hmm. know what i mean it's like sitting in my stomach and processing with whiskey i feel like it processes a little quicker and i'm like okay i'm drunk right now yeah. so let me just slow down a little bit whereas beer i don't i don't get that uh that uh impulse to slow down yeah uh until it's too late <laughs> way too late oftentimes and then my stomach is completely full of liquid which is never cool when full. you're feeling like that Definitely yeah full. Man, let's move on. I want to talk to you about like your fate. We're gonna move on from like beverages and whatnot. Let's yeah, talk, we had a lot of talk, bev talks, dude. Let's talk food just a little. Oh yeah, we can do a little. All right, all right. So I, I wanted to ask you about your like favorite dishes from like different. Um, 
uh, I don't want to say regions, but different styles. Like hit us with like an Asian joint that you love, a Mexican plate you love, an Italian plate you love, an American plate you love, or an other. All right, you don't got to hit all of them. All right, I can hit all of them Go for, for sure. All right, so Asian. I'm going to have to give it... Oh, I love the Koreans, all right? Uh-huh. Don't get me wrong. The Koreans are really doing amazing stuff over there. But I'm going to have to go with the Vietnamese. I don't know. Well, Honorable mention for the Koreans, the Wang Kalbi, the Bulgogi. I love it. I make it at home. Uh, it's amazing. And it probably... I, I bet the gochujang probably gives you cancer, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what's in that, but it's not a cool consistency. It's not a natural consistency, <laughs> but I love bulgogi. Anyway, uh, and then, uh, but I got to hand it to the Vietnamese, dude. The Vietnamese know what they're doing. They got the pho. Uh, yeah. They got the... The pho is great. And, uh, and I used to, I used to go for uh, a pho, like when I'm hungover mm-hmm. or like something like that. I don't yeah, know what Yeah, what did you get in there? Oh, I get everything. They have the one with all, all the different beefs. Yeah. The rare steak, the meatballs, the brisket, yeah. the tendon, the beef tendon. Yeah. All that. That's what I like. Oh, um, we can maybe go hit up Mize. <laughs> so, yeah, Mize, there's this, it used to be open to like 3 a.m. Okay. or later every night. So it's like an after-the-club Vietnamese spot. Uh-huh. And I'll order delivery. Might like, have, I'll get home from work at midnight, to. order delivery. and um, Fuzz solid, bud. Dude, and yeah, so I used to go for that. They have this... Uh, f- uh, Dang, what is, I don't know what it's called. It, you know, I just pick it. <laughs> but it's it's like a beef stew. A Vietnamese beef stew. Okay. Is it kind of red? Yeah. Yeah. Chunks I think I, of I beef, think I know the dude. one you're talking about. And they serve it with like French bread. So yeah. you bust that French bread open mm-hmm. and then you just like slop this stew on there. Yeah. These big chunks, big chunks of beef, dude, yeah. like golf ball sized. And you put them on there. And they make those like type of restaurants sandwich. make a killer fucking sandwich. In oh yeah, yeah. And then banh mi, obviously. Mm-hmm. That was I was yeah, actually banh gonna say banh mi, and then I remembered that soup, and I wish I had the yeah. name of that offhand. That's my Asian dish recommendation. Yeah. But Vietnamese food in general, honorable mention to the Koreans, and then Italian. I love all things Italian, but I recently well I made carbonara for the first time. Okay. The other night, and it was real good, dude. It was, and it, all the recipes were like. Don't worry, you're gonna mess it up the first couple times. It takes a while to get it right. Yeah. Dude, I killed it. The first time, perfect consistency, perfect temperature. Yeah. Egg didn't overcook. Like the and I forgot to put butter in it. If I would have added butter, it would have been like seven times better. Mm. But it was like bare bones and I was out of Parmesan cheese. Ooh. So I went in the junk drawer uh-huh. and I found a uh, four packets of Parmesan uh. <laughs> from a pizza joint who knows how long ago maybe a year ago maybe six months ago I don't know how long do these packets last uh, yeah but I cut them open and I dumped them in the eggs dude and I whipped it up and yeah. I, I made my carbonara and it was good like really good I made a good fettuccine alfredo recently but oh nice didn't make the from noodles scratch? but I made the, made the yeah I don't make noodles yeah, yeah, dude I'm not yeah, doing yeah. that I've done that before as a kid I got those Rayo's fettuccines awful oh oh the Rayo's is fucking shit up but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah they're they're uh Fettuccine noodles, and then fucking just hit like heavy cream and just parmesan. Yeah, little boil water. That's all you need, dude. Um, but the OG way is to make it with just fucking, I think butter and yeah, like no cream and cheese. Right? Yeah, yeah butter and it. cheese and just a yeah. lot of time and stirring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe I would try a little that. liquid, maybe a little water. Well, yeah, you water. add the pasta yeah, yeah. water for carbonara. Yeah. You put a little bit of the boil. Yeah. And I've actually, even when I make a ragu, like a red sauce, and I make that a lot. That's mm-hmm. like a, that's, I mean, honestly, that's probably my my dish. Yeah. That's what I make literally weekly. I have I have some meatballs in the freezer right now. 
but I make a mean sauce, dude. And uh, I'll put I and I le- I've heard this and I never really do it and I, it took me a while to remember it because I would be eating and be like. This sauce could be a little more cohesive, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot to put pasta water. So when yeah. the water, when the noodles are like almost done, you get like a ladle full of that Definitely. like water with all that starch in it, yes, and put sir. it in the sauce, stir it up for sure. But it made a big difference with the carbonara. Mm-hmm. It makes a big difference in my red sauce. So I'm sure that's all you need is just that with like some cheese and yeah. and uh, butter. But I, but uh, I made a, uh, I think it was fruity fruity de mar or mm-hmm. something. It's like fruit of the sea in yeah. Italian. Yeah. And um, it was like mussels, shrimp, squid, or calamari. Uh, and then what else did I put? I almost put scallops in there because they were on sale, so I bought them. But I was like, I'll save those. Yeah. But I like, dude, it was the quickest. Besides, the the thing that took the longest was like cleaning the shrimp and mm-hmm. then... Uh, got, it, got it clean. And then gotta clean like uh, butchering the squid. Okay. I had to Google how to butcher a squid, which I'm glad I did because I wouldn't have done it correctly at all. <laughs> There's a lot going on with those things. So I, I butchered the squid, you know, chop them up, and then you make the red sauce. Like, you'd always make a red sauce just the same way. Yeah. But when I make a red sauce and then I add meatballs to it, I want it to cook for, like, four hours. Mm-hmm. But with this, Slow, it's, like, low. it's like you make the red sauce and you want that kind of fresh tomato taste. So you literally, once it gets hot, you, like, throw the seafood in there and it's done like the seafood cooks like in a second uh so i made it like two or three times it's one of the best things i've ever made i feel like i may have talked about this on the last time we i don't know because i made it a while back really okay i might have talked about this because i was really (laughs) proud about it but anyway that's that's my italian dish that's over carbonara i go that one asian italian mexican Ooh, fajitas just come on dude fajitas carnitas barbacoa stuff like that uh, uh, yeah, but enchiladas, dude. Which one are you going? You going red? Or you going green? I go red, dude. Red okay, enchiladas, red. dude. Yeah, yeah. I love a good red enchilada. Red enchiladas, but... and I like chicken. I like beef. I like cheese, dude. Straight up cheese enchiladas, but on the yeah. side of that's a side dish. Yeah, cheese enchiladas is a side dish at a Mexican restaurant. The tamale. Ooh, I like tamales. I don't love them. Do you like the restaurant style tamale? I like the throw dude the that walks around with them in a, in a foil pouch at the bar and was yeah. like, tamales, tamales. <laughs> Those are the ones I like. They're $12. <laughs> and no, I don't even know if they're that much, <laughs> but you get like 12 tamales. Yeah. And they fucking slap, <laughs> dude. Y'all have that? I don't think we so. We got tamale guys, dude. In they the go bars? to they're at every bar. There's no also shit. some weird ass Russian pizza guys. Yeah. That pull up in this weird white vehicle that says pizza and they're like, pizza, pizza. <laughs> And dude, that pizza tastes like shit. I've gotten it because you're out at the bar, you're drunk. Like, yeah, five dollars pizza. Here, I don't know. I don't know if it's frozen pizza or what, dude. But it's not oh, good. Oh shit, that's too much. I walked by him <laughs> after the Snarky Puppy Show. I was like, oh god, they're still at it. The pizza guys, dude. Oh, that shit was nasty, dude. The pizza guys, the Russian pizza guys. Holy yeah, but shit. the tamale guys, tamales <laughs> are good, dude. Oh, that's too much, man. That's too much. In the club, tamale guy in yeah. the club. He's just walking Fuck. around. And he has them on a tray, like a big tray, just stacked with tamales. He's like, I got chicken, beef, pork. Right, I, that was not a Mexican no. accent, but no, whatever. Okay. Hard transition from. <laughs> I the... don't know what that. I was like Greek, <laughs> and then he, but yeah, he comes up with his fucking tray. And uh, you grab your tamales and eat. Oh, they have a Powerade bottle filled with salsa. Okay. And I think they'll, like, dump it into a baggie Mm -hmm. and then, like, you know, tie it up. 
Oh man, that's on the Mexican. What about the uh, the American? Who is Frito Pie American? Yeah, because I'll take Frito well, Pie. Texan. Yeah, I like Texan food. So yeah, Frito Pie, uh, buttermilk pie, uh-huh. vastly different pies, both Texan, uh, and like uh, oh, what's the other one? This big Texan stuff. Well, chicken fried steak. Yeah. Uh, there's another thing that like only we eat and nobody else does, and I can't what's remember. That? Uh oh, I love because that one of my friends at works from Cleveland, and I'm always talking to him about Texas stuff. Yeah, because he's fascinated. He loves Texas. Yeah, he's like, "That's so cool that you're from Texas," and I'm like, <laughs> "I can't. I don't think it's that cool." But all right, I mean, I get it. Texas is like a mythological place. Yeah, so being like, <laughs> like a third generation Texan or fourth, I don't know how many. Uh, it's kind of cool, you know. But like. Uh, God, what's the other Texan thing? I know buttermilk pie is is kind of southern, but it's mostly Texan. Have yeah. you had buttermilk pie? I don't think might so. Might be a white person thing. I don't think I have. That might be a white person thing. It's uh, it's uh, buttermilk pie. my mom used to make it. I don't know how you make it. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, people call it chess pie sometimes. Chess pie? No, never heard of this. Uh, it's just like a sweet, sweet custard pie. Uh, okay. I don't know how they make it. It's like sugar and buttermilk. Just yeah. lots of sugar and buttermilk. Buttermilk pie. And like a pie crust. And yeah. it turns into like a gelatinous, like no sweet, uh, milky custard. It's like flan. It's yeah. almost like, but less firm. Buttermilk pie is good. Uh, and then, uh, but my favorite American dish, oh, that's German. I was going to say stroganoff. Because to me, that's like, and I think that's a Texas kind of thing too. think so? German immigrants and whatnot. Yeah. I would call that a Texas food. Because I'm sure we don't make stroganoff the way they... Because they do, like, schnitzel over there. Yeah. Stroganoff is like a baby schnitzel with noodles and yeah. sauce. Uh, but schnitzel's good. No, I, I would go stro... I'm going to call it American, dude. I'm claiming it right. as American, and I'm going to say stroganoff All with right. egg noodles. Yeah. Straight up egg noodles. Half Do they even sell egg noodles in Europe? I think egg noodles are, like, a a poor people grocery store item. Yeah. I love them. I love them, too. Yeah. They're good. They're real good. Yeah. <laughs> I like the flat ones. Yeah, that's the, the extra ones we, wides. That's the ones we made the yeah. uh, stroganoff with. Yeah. That's stroganoff noodles, dude. You can't make stroganoff with any other noodles. Yeah. No, it's delicious. And then what? An other? An other, yeah. Oh, I can say, and I just have to get the word out here about out in the world about this. I will. I have to do a hard non-recommend to Ethiopian food. Okay. My whole life, I've wanted to try it. And the and then what happened? I tried it. And I almost threw up really? while I was eating. Yeah. I mean, they had one good thing. They had, like, this curry goat. It was pretty good. Uh-huh. But the other dish, I don't know what kind of meat it was. And because the menu was not in English. But the the sauce, it was, like, marinated. It tasted like it was marinated and, like, straight up French's yellow mustard. Mm-hmm. And then, to top it all off, the fucking bread, dude. Everything was passable. But the bread, they put bread in everything. And they make it out of this weird grain called like teff or something yeah and uh it's like purplish gray and it's filled with it has holes all over it like it gives you like trichophobia or whatever the yeah. fuck yeah i don't think i got that word right but you know <laughs> what i'm talking about the fear of holes oh uh, yeah, yeah no i know dude it was so gross dude yeah. i thought about it for days it fucked my stomach up it fucked my mind up my mental state was like yeah. off i was like that was the worst meal and uh, anyway, so that's my my non favorite other Ethiopian food can go fuck itself. Uh, but my favorite other, 
I'd have to go with Jamaican food. Jamaican? Beef patty slam. Oh, yeah. But no, mm-hmm. I'm talking about, I mean, uh, curry goat. Okay. But they had... So, I ordered... Uh, I ordered a curry goat. And I sat down. I think... I don't even know if my friend... So, I went with my friend to this, the Jamaican spot in town. Yeah. And uh, it's amazing. We we should have went. It What's so it called? Reggae it Hut. Reggae Hut. Okay. Yeah, and they like they play like deep cut reggae while you're yeah. eating, and then, like the building is like made out of like what do you call it? Like stucco or plaster. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're in Jamaica. It's tight. And uh, but uh, yeah, I, I sat down. I don't remember exactly. So either I sat down, I took a bite of my curry goat, and I was like, "This is so good," and I got up and got back in line, or. I took a bite of my friend's jerk chicken and was like, that's so good. I got to go get back in line. But anyway, I got back in line after I sat down with my food, got up, got back in line, ordered a jerk chicken to go, brought it home in my bike backpack. Mm -hmm. So like, it's like, you know, compressed in the, the to go bags off center, the juices are spilling out into the bags, but I, I got it home and it was the best barbecue chicken. It, It, I mean, you take the, you tasted the jerk. Yeah. But like, however they smoked this chicken or grilled this chicken, dude, it was the best barbecue chicken I've ever had in my life. No shit. It was. It was like I'm speechless, dude. It was so good. I would so say for my like other, I love a good pierogi. Oh, I've never had pierogies. pierogies I looked for them at the tremendous. grocery store. I've heard that they have those frozen ones that are yeah. pretty good. Yeah. I looked for them at H-E-B. I couldn't find them. They got them at your H-E-B? Uh, I don't know. I've only I might had, have to hit up like, Trader's, people, Trader's Joe. I, yeah, I think Trader Joe's might have some. Mm-hmm. I think so. But yeah, pierogies are tremendous. I love them. Love pierogies. And then um, Mediterranean food. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I work at a Mediterranean restaurant. Yeah. So I've been, I've been housing Mediterranean food. <laughs> I don't know how I didn't mention that. Dude, halal guy or not halal yeah, guys? Yeah. What time uh, are they? What time do they close at? Uh, I think halal guys open late, but fuck halal guys. I meant to say, uh, Al's Quick Stop, the oh, one okay. by the one by Rudyard's. Okay. So it's a convenience store. Yeah. With a kitchen in it mm-hmm. that makes like gyros and stuff, but it's like all Mexican dudes back there. They have like Mexican food and they have like Mediterranean food. But yeah, Al's Quick Stop, dude, is like. That's it. I was quick stop, dude. We should go. I mean, let me check what time there. Let me. I'm gonna look that up right now. It's a little gas station. Yeah. Well, it's like a convenience store. Yeah. And it's right next to the comedy. And not. I see. I but, keep. I call it Red Years a comedy club now because they have comedy shows literally every night now. Bunch of beers and stuff. Uh, no, 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 no. It's normal. I've never even looked at the stuff they have. They have like yeah. cigarettes and. I got you. It's like a bodega. Yeah. But they have like a whole kitchen in there. Yeah. They used to have a buffet, but I think they got rid of that. I want to talk to you real quick about like your this year's like current travel destinations. Where do you want to go? Well, I already got a trip slated for San Diego. Okay. When's that? Uh end of May. End of May. All right. Yeah, it's a bachelor party. Okay. So it's going to be a wild trip, I think. <laughs> I hope. Who's is that? Uh Danny. No shit. Yeah, okay, Danny, that's cool. Danny Rubia. Dude, f- oh man, well Al's Quick Stop closes in 20 minutes. Oh, so we'll never make it. I don't think we're going to we'll make it. We'll never make it, Freaks and Geeks. Maybe next time. But Mize is open, the Vietnamese spot. Yeah. So, because I am kind of hungry already yeah. again. <laughs> so it's, okay, so you said San Diego. Yeah, I'm going to San Diego um, in the end of May. 
Uh, I would love to go back to Philadelphia. All right. I really had a great time in Philadelphia. Shout out to our buddy out there. Oh, yeah, dude. Hopefully you listening. Hey, man. Yeah, I think you will. I think I'll listen. <laughs> Maybe not this long. He probably turned it off about an hour yeah. ago. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, shoot us a text if you are. Uh, and then, um, yeah, New York. I've never been to New York. Really? And, uh, a bunch you of my, gotta go, man. A bunch of my friends, comedians, just yeah. moved there. Hit like, the fucking Harris up. Yeah. I yes. got Oh, dude, I got Harris. I got my friend Macy from high school. Yeah. I've got uh, my friend Emily from high school. I've got... Um, my friend Josh Stokes just moved there. He's a comic. He's great. Yeah. My favorite. He was my favorite in Houston, and now I guess he's my favorite in New York. Uh, and then we got Victor Tran. He's just been opening for Ronnie Chang. You know Ronnie Chang? I don't think so. He's, I don't, I've never uh, watched him, but he's very popular. Yeah. Big. Uh, they just did the Beacon Theater. Okay. So Ronnie was headlining. Victor got to open. Um, who else just moved? Oh, Grady. Grady Pruitt just moved up there. He's very, very funny. Mm-hmm. Probably funniest white dude besides myself that I know of. Uh, I'm just joking. You're funnier than me, Grady. <laughs> Grady's definitely not listening to this, though. <laughs> so those are the travel destinations? Yeah, New York, Philly. San Diego is already happening. I already got the ticket. Yeah. I already got the Airbnb. I already bought a new suitcase. It's happening. That's good. Uh, so that's already slated. Um And then, I mean, I love Colorado. I've already been a bunch, but I could yeah. go back. I've been thinking about just making a... Like a day trip. <laughs> I mean, it's the worst idea. It, like, I know if I decide to do it, like, I just want to go get some wares, you know, yeah. the products they sell up there. And uh, it would be about four hours into that drive, I'd be like, what am I doing? What yeah. have I done? <laughs> I'm done, dude. I'm going back. Like, I, <laughs> that drive, dude. 16 hours, have you done it? No, never. 16 hours, dude. Yeah. From Dallas, I think. Yeah. I think it's more from here. Uh, it's not cool. Yeah, you definitely got to stop if you're going to do it. Yeah. Highly suggest to stop. I mean, you got to stop for gas, but that's all I've ever I'd stopped stop for. i for the night, for sure. I've never. No? I've always gone straight through. Yeah. But going through Kansas in the middle of the night is pretty sick. You feel the alien presence, dude. <laughs> it's, it's sick. You look out, there's like grass, and the, the wind is blowing the grass, and yeah. it looks like the ocean, as far as the eye could see. Pretty cool. Have to do it one day. One day, one day. Listen to like a podcast about aliens while you do it, if you yeah. really want to fucking... Get a little freaked out. <laughs> All right, let's talk about what's going on this year, bud. Like, what's something new that you've done this year that's just been like invigorating to you? Brought you a lot of fucking like uh, joy and energy, if I may. I would say the the main thing that's been bringing me joy and energy is playing bass. Yeah, like I've been getting real into it, and I've always been a musician, but falling in love with this instrument like in every sense like i love listening to it i love thinking about it i love playing it touching it yeah looking it up learning about it like that's probably been the the biggest thing giving me a boost through all the you know the bullshit going on uh yeah i think that's probably maybe the only thing really yeah i mean well comedy too but uh it's not as comedy is is, is fulfilling but it scratches a way different, more selfish itch than bass, yeah. than or just playing music. Like comedy scratches like an itch of performing, which I love. Yeah, that's why I started doing it. Just, I've always loved being on a stage. You know, part of part of my personality. It's a good feel. And uh, but with music, I don't even care about performing music. I just want to play it. Like uh, I don't care if I'm jamming with my friends or if I'm like uh, by myself playing it. And like the the only thing that makes me. Uh, upset these days or any kind of depressed is if I get home from work or wherever I'm at 
and I don't have enough energy to play bass. Yeah. I'm like, ah, like I don't have to do anything but sit here, but I literally don't have the, the mental energy right now to sit down and play this instrument. So that's the only thing that really bums me out nowadays. So that I would have to say the bass is the, it's the main thing, main thing making me happy nowadays. Yeah. I mean, I got a, you know, I got, you know, I like my job okay sometimes. I like comedy a lot, but bass is like, that's good. That's the that's the thing I look forward to. Yeah. And the thing I like want to talk about the most. Obviously, we just talked about the gear and shit. Yeah, for a while. <laughs> Man, that's what's up, bud. That's it. Let's see. I don't know. I, I wanted to talk to you about this whole like Driscoll stay. Oh that yeah. I did. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, let me hit it. I haven't heard anything about it. So, so this be good. uh man, like went to the Action Bronson show. I think that was like February, last day of February. Yeah. Stay, uh, hit that amazing fucking set. Solid fucking NBA Leather Tour 2022. And then I decided to stay the night at uh, the Driscoll. Haunted joint. You ever seen it? No, never seen it. Yeah. Another haunted. Sidebar, real quick. You saw the Cecil Hotel thing? Cecil Hotel. What? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shit was t- I uh, read about that on the internet yeah. like uh, soon after it happened. And I watched that uh, documentary. Cali documentary, right? Yeah. It's out of California? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that, go that, on. That, uh, um, the elevator shot? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. I gotcha, I gotcha. Um, so, yeah. Stayed at the fucking Driscoll. It was, uh, it was excellent, man. Solo, just me. Uh, checked in. Uh, was a little bit like I don't want to say terrified at the front desk, but <laughs> but I wasn't terrified, but I was ready for terror. You know what I'm saying? Going in, I I knew the Tower of Terror. Yeah, I bitch, knew what yeah. the fuck was going down. Um, so Is that what it's called? Yeah, of, yeah. of it, the the Disney ride. Yeah. Yeah, 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 the Tower of Terror. Yeah, that's a good ride though. I don't know if it's like still existent anymore. The I think they changed it. Oh, Disney yeah, World. It might like, be the same thing at Disneyland. But yeah. all right, back to the Driscoll. Um, so I check in. I think a fucking Monday night, man. Monday fucking night. Check in. Park the fucking the wagon across the street. Uh, go in, check in, uh, got all my shit, take a fucking, like, I took a fucking console to str- to watch movies on, all right? So I already knew the setup. I was going to watch a little bit of The Shining. I was going to watch some fucking Tarantino films. Ooh, I was just going to watch yeah. fucking any of the scary shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I was on the fifth floor. I think shout out to room uh, 540 at the Driscoll. You treated me right that night. I think that's what it was called. Um, just room was fucking sick. Just setup was sick. View was horrendous because it just uh, it just looked on yeah. uh, more of the building. Uh, yeah. Just straight shot of the fucking building. Uh, bathroom was a little small. I will say All that right. little small. Shower was solid, but the bathroom was uh, a I'm little sure small. It's bigger than the one I got at home, so yeah. I'm cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but aside from that, it was it had a creepy vibe for sure. Uh-huh. Walk the fucking halls, and you just see all these fucking paintings. Some twins then, on tricycles. Uh, <laughs> no, close. There is one painting of the girl that fucking died there. Oh god, yeah. why do they have that? Yeah. I I don't know. That's insane. I, don't know. I think her name was Samantha. Dude, I bet people have died in here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Have you heard anything? No. Well, I know there... Well, I, I've heard some creepy shit, but yeah. I know for sure there was a hoarder. I don't know if she lived in my apartment mm-hmm. or the one next to me. Yeah. But she, like, never left her apartment. Uh, like, the landlord would come talk. He told me about her. Mm-hmm. He would come talk to her, and she would open the door and, like, poke her head out. Never let him in. Never come out. 
And I'm pretty sure she died in there. I don't know why she wouldn't have died in here. I think about that sometimes. I'm like, I bet people, this place has been here since like the 40s. Yeah. I bet children have died in here. There's lead paint in there. <laughs> <laughs> but go, you want that painting? <laughs> the painting of the fucking death. Imagine if I have a painting of like a Victorian child that died in here. Yeah. Oh, that'd be creepy as yeah. shit. Yeah. So I find this fucking painting, right? It's, uh, I knew what it looked like going in, but I, and I knew it was on that floor, but just finding it was a fucking freak out. I was like, fuck, there's the fucking painting of the child. Creepy as shit, but I think I got a fucking photo of that motherfucker. Let's see. Um, but it, it was an excellent night, you know what I'm saying? Just to, to pop off down to the fucking action bronze set and to go back to the Driscoll and fucking yeah. really get it popping off there. That's tight. Had a solid little balcony, a uh, little balcony balcony smoke out in the morning after. Oh, uh, nice. A couple of little fucking pulls off one. And then uh, hit breakfast downstairs at their little cafe, which How was slammed. it? I yeah, bet. Simple fucking, let me get a cup of coffee, let me get a croissant, let me get a fucking cup no of No waffle maker, no nah, continental? All right. Nah, they, no, no, hell no, fuck no. Oh, but they did have the Texas-shaped waffle. All right, waffle. all right. Almost got it, but didn't, so I just got to Hotel waffles hit different, yeah. dude. Yeah. Oh man, a hotel waffle. I've never had a better waffle than at a hotel. No, this was from their cafe though. This yeah, is not the, the people fucking, are making yeah. it. You don't yeah, have to yeah, make yeah, it, yeah. which yeah. might even be better. Yeah. <laughs> They're professionals. For sure. I fuck up a waffle almost every time. <laughs> the breakfast slammed and then fucking just rolled out. I make three or four, throw a couple away. It was three. definitely a fucking creepy stay for sure. That's cool though, yeah. dude. I've never been the nicest hotel I've ever been in. Was also in Austin. Yeah. It was, uh, what's the other nice hotel there? The Icon? Fairmont? No. It's one word to like that. It's four letters, I think. It starts with an A or an I. A-loft? Maybe. I don't know if there's one. I don't know if there's one in Austin or But not. I didn't stay there. Yeah. My friend was staying there, and yeah. I just went up to his room for a while before we went out. Couldn't be. Can't be A-loft. And I, I was like. But I love a good A-loft. I was like, oh my God. It was like. Nice. Yeah. I was like, what the hell, dude? We were staying in the La Quinta. Yeah. Me and my friend, we were in the La Quinta and we met up with him in his room and I was like, Oh, all right, you're on a different budget, dude. Mm-hmm. We're in, you're doing a different holiday than I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a solid hotel story. That's but sick. I highly suggest if you can ever stay there one fucking night, go do it. The best hotel stay go I've ever had it. was probably I think it was a holiday inn or something, nothing yeah. crazy. But it was in Denver. And uh, we, it might have been in Boulder, and we went skiing, and we went back to the hotel. Yeah. And we took acid, and we walked around. It wasn't Boulder. We walked around Boulder, went back to the hotel, got in the hot tub, mm-hmm. and then went back to the hotel, like, room, and watched a skiing documentary, that really cool one that's, like, filmed all cool with helicopters and stuff. I haven't seen this. I don't know what it's called. It was... Dang. Cool though. Yeah. We just went skiing. It was like I was just skiing earlier today and now I'm watching these people like yeah. ski all gnarly. It was it was cool. That was the best hotel experience I've ever had. Yeah. Mostly I hate hotels. Dude, I've stayed in some hotels that were whoo. Once <laughs> one time I went on a spring break with my friend's parents and him. Yeah. And we went to uh this hotel in like Alabama or Mississippi. Dude, it smelled so bad like cigarettes. And, like, I had to share a bed with my friend, and, like, it was just, like, gross, dude. Fucking nasty. I've stayed in some some gnarly hotels. Fuck. 
I try not to think about it. That's like my nightmare. If I have a weird nightmare, it's gonna be in a in a, a weird, in a hotel. gross hotel. Yeah, like, that's like that's like like a TV or a movie set in like a seedy hotel. I'm yeah. like instantly I'm there. Like, I feel <laughs> it, you know. Oh shit! All right, man. Well, we gotta wrap this fucking thing up. All right, so yeah, we've been rolling. Yeah, we have definitely been rolling. My last fucking little segment for you. My last little question is just a general wrap up. Where can the freaks and geeks find you? Any last minute information, last minute updates, last things you want to say? Hit us. Well, I got a. Uh, I'm on uh, Instagram. Is how I Dougie H O W I D O U G I E, and I'm also I'm trying to think about changing that. So if anybody has any ideas of a better uh, man, not not necessarily Doug themed, but that would be cool. A Doug themed uh, show, I mean name would be cool. Oh yeah, and that'll be fun. I'm gonna be at Red Yards this Monday, but this will this won't be out yet. That's tomorrow. Yeah, uh, I'll probably be at Red Yards uh, this coming Monday. Whenever you're listening to this, so Red Yards uh, in Houston, Texas, goes eight to about eleven. Usually go up around nine forty five. Uh, that's a, the best show in town, best room in town by far. Uh, yeah, that's all I got going on Hell yeah. coming up. That's what's up. Well, fuck, man. It was a pleasure. Loved coming out here. Loved the fucking sights, the fucking sounds. Houston's, oh, yeah, man. Uh, Houston's another little league, bud. Oh, yeah. It really yeah. is. It's like its own little country dude over here. We're, yeah. We're doing it big. All right, man. We're going to wrap this up. We're going to close this out, and uh, I'll hit you up in a little bit, Freaks and Geeks. Peace. Well, freaks and geeks, that's all she wrote. Once again, I want to thank our guest, Douglas Hasman, for hosting us out there in Houston. The first ever just fucking road trip on the road podcast. We made it fucking successful. It was a fucking awesome, lovely fucking time. Really appreciate it, Doug. Freaks and Geeks, make sure you hit him up. Uh, his Instagram and his Twitter handle, all that stuff's going to be in the show notes. Uh, How I Dougie, make sure you check him out. Like he said, every Monday, um, you freaks and geeks out there that are in the Houston area, area the louisiana area that can go support him when he's on the fucking stage either doing stand-up or fucking playing bass make sure you do that again he you can catch him every fucking monday at rudyard's up in houston make sure you hit that up and he i want to drop some fucking dates for his band bird law coming up uh, in the near future um bird law is going to be at megaton brewery in kingwood um february the 18th at 7 p.m and you can also check out uh their band again bird law march the 3rd in shreveport louisiana at 6 p.m that's going to be at shreve station all right um go fucking support him freaks and geeks because he's always been down for the fucking podcast solid always coming fucking through he came through to fucking record uh previously at in the studio life or death he did a fucking zoom fucking podcast during the fucking vid and then we he hosted us on the fucking road in the beautiful fucking city of houston texas so make sure you go fuck with him hit him up it was a hell of a fucking uh hell of a uh, podcast fucking doug much much uh, appreciation to you freaks and geeks Episode number 30 is on the verge. Prepare for it. It is going to be a reoccurrence of a fucking lifetime. Episode th- is we're going to theme this episode. Whole episode is going to be talking about one subject matter. All right. So get ready. This one is um, one that's that's been well in the books. 
very excited for this one. Um, you're gonna love this guest. It's been a it's been a long time coming, and I'm very excited to present to you episode 30 next week. But you gotta fucking get there first, freaks and geeks. All right. So, um, hit up that fucking podcast hotline, freaks and geeks. Last thing I do want to talk about that. Hit that podcast hotline. Any questions that you got? Any personal questions, any questions you got for myself, any questions you got for the guests of the show, drop them on us, 512-522-3814. Now for the closing credits. Freaks and geeks, thank you for listening. And remember, new episodes of the podcast are released every Wednesday at 6 a.m. Check it out. Do me a favor. Go subscribe to the Doctor's Orders podcast on whichever podcast platform that you prefer. All right. Make sure you leave a comment and you rate the podcast while you're there subscribing. Also, hit me up on Instagram and continue to tell freaks and geeks that you know about the podcast. Remember, the Doctor's Orders podcast is a life or death studios production. Freaks and geeks, until next time, we'll see you on the next one. Don't be late.